0: Your eyes tell you it's true! Shout! I'll turn up the sound so you can hear the monsters dueling to the deck.
1: It's the KaijuCast 7th Annual Emergency Broadcast!
2: With special guests, Gfest organizer, Facebook Monsterland creator, and Pacific Northwest Kaiju Maniac, Stan Hyde! the hosts of the science patrol podcast rich conway and pat rooney and joining us via a hole in the space-time continuum thanks to the triple threat of mothra Biollante, and space godzilla the creator of the massively popular indie comic series kaiju max xander cannon and now your host for the next two plus hours, the man who definitely pre-recorded this so it totally
1: wouldn't be weird, the controller of the Kaiju Cast, Kyle Yount.
2: Yay! That's me, everybody. <laughs> oh, welcome to the emergency broadcast, our seventh annual emergency broadcast, uh, pumping out deep from within the earth in Monster Island HQ. Uh, we have with us here in the in the studio. We have Mr. Jeff Dean.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome.
2: Clancy Peterson. Hi. (laughs) Rachel Cook.
3: Hi there, guys.
2: And Gretchen Brooks. Hey. All right, Jeff, I think you might be a little quiet. Say hi again. Hi, everyone. Mm. You're quiet. You're quiet. I'm fixing you. Audio issues at the beginning of the show are always the best to deal with stuff. Hey, it's a live show. All right, so how's everybody doing today? fantastic just awesome. jeff is fantastic okay. i
3: was looking um, for answers on the uh what do we got what do we got, we got fab we got fab fab
2: the- uh that's right so we we are broadcasting live this is our annual event we do this obviously every year uh it goes out live we have special guests that connect with us we have a chat room in case any of the listeners want to join in on the fun the fun of course would be giving away awesome prizes we have uh A lot of really cool stuff to give away for this particular broadcast. Uh, Let's see. We have some really cool people joining us, as I mentioned, or as the announcer mentioned at the top of the show. Stan Hyde, Rich Conroy, and Pat Rooney from the uh, Ultraman-themed Science Patrol podcast are going to be with us. And Xander Cannon. Now, unfortunately, Xander had a family commitment, so he can't actually make it to the live broadcast, but I recorded something cool that we will play and uh, there's a reason we're going to we're still having Xander on. And that's because we have some really awesome stuff to give away. And one of the prize packs from his comic series, Kaiju Max. Uh, now, let's see who are some of the regulars we have in the chat room, Rachel.
3: Oh, I, let's see. I recognize a lot of names. Michael Deek, I know. I think he's won prizes before. Um, we've got Mike Keller trying to get us to, to make fun of us a little bit as usual. Hey, Mike. <laughs> we've got let's see here. Uh, I know I've seen a lot of these names. Mike Monahan. Oh, yeah. Nick I know Aruba. Mike from uh,
4: Seattle, actually.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, Jessica.
4: Hi, Jessica. Wow.
2: Look at all the people here. Man, know, when this started, was saying, there was like nobody in that list.
3: I know. A nice, bunch of people have joined. Kevin, is it? It's cutting it off on my screen a little bit. Derendorf, I know he I think he's won before too.
2: Yeah, Kevin yeah. won before. So yeah, yeah, totally. Lots of people, lots yeah. of winners. Uh i I got I saw somebody say that my mic sounds a little bit loud and distorted. Which is the way I like it, but uh is I'm just getting it. Makes <laughs> you sound more metal. <laughs> I'm wondering Yeah, I'm wondering. Is it still <laughs> like that, listeners? You gotta tell me. Anyway, uh, so are you guys uh, are you guys ready to get this show on the road? The show on the road is what I said there. I've been ready since I woke up this
3: morning. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Uh, so we have five different prize packs to give away. Uh, we mentioned this in a couple of episodes. Pre- I think like at the the episode where we did the Japan recap, and then the one one of the other ones we did earlier in the year. I brought back a ton of stuff from Japan from the Godzilla store that we're giving away in these prize packs. Now, in order to win a prize pack, you will we, we're going to ask a uh, question on the air. So those in the chat room will have the ability to answer that question. The first person that correctly answers the question is the winner of that prize pack. So uh, we're not going to start giving away the prizes just yet. Um, but we also have another way to, you can win a prize. And that was to email us which is now, of course, closed uh, because Rachel had to print out all of the entries. She has a really cool Pigmon drawing box that we used a couple of years ago. So it's back at the HQ and ready to be uh, plumed for a winner. Mm And when it's time to do that,
3: it is packed full of entries. Oh, my gosh. So many people entered this year. It's amazing. And you guys are going to love it. No, the prizes.
2: The prize from that is an X plus 1992 Godzilla figure sculpted by Yuji Sakai, which is super awesome.
1: You know what you want, what might want to think about doing is a uh, raffling off uh, the special uh, box, that Pokemon box that Rachel. Has. <laughs> I think somebody <laughs> right. she loves that might box. Like it. I want to be know. able to use it again
3: though. It, that's true. That's true. And it's really I didn't put very much effort into it. I whipped it together I think like 10 minutes before leaving the house last year for the show. Well,
1: <laughs> oh, I know you're very crafty. <laughs> and, you're very crafty. Yeah, I'd, I mean, I probably feel,
3: I'd feel guilty cuz the the lack of work put into it. I should make <laughs> like an actual nice one that I actually am, like super proud of if we were going to raffle something up. You could
1: open an Etsy store.
3: So, yeah open at an etsy
1: store and then
2: just put all the stuff that you've made for kaiju cast things <laughs> yeah. into the epi- etsy right. store so like <laughs> we'll look around funny. the house and see if we have any of your oh little signs gosh. for the food that you've made like the yeah. kings oh you,
3: yeah. gosh yeah <laughs> so many random <laughs> snack signs anyway. that i've made for or we could have party. our
1: wonderful listeners bid on it on right
3: yeah yeah there we go <laughs> and they're like 50 cents <laughs> Well, you got at
5: least like put your
3: uh, Oh, man. If I knew cost. how to crochet, I would do a crocheted I did. Pigmon. I saw that yeah, too. I say, we are Adams on the chat, chat room said crocheted pigmon. I, I learned how to crochet in brownies when I was a kid, but I have not done it since. And I should, I'm sure I could just you watch a video the and know how to do it. You don't think the muscle memory is still there? No, I'm sure. As the second I start doing it, I can do it. I teach <laughs> myself most crafts, so I'm sure I can <laughs> figure it out. Right now, I'm doing quilting a lot, and I've thought of ideas to make a pigmon quilt
2: okay so no hang on a second i gotta ask like so when you normally talk about a quilt you're talking about like a patchwork quilt is this what you're talking about yeah yeah sewing yeah piecing
3: together yeah um so i i just did one with a big skull on it but um but i yeah that's where i thought i'm like i could do pigmon's face or like pigmon like his face and his hands his little skeleton hands that'd be rad
2: that would be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool if the hands hung off the end, you know? Oh, you oh that, that would around. be awesome.
3: <laughs> like plushy style? Yeah. Heck right. yeah. Like, yeah. That'd be pretty sweet.
2: Yeah, see, think outside the box.
3: <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, man, <laughs> we've got the... Think outside the Pigmon box. The band names have already started in the uh, chat room, which is a, a theme of of other years. We've got Pigmon Quilt is my new band name. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, so uh, let's see. I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the cool stuff. Uh, I talked a little bit about what we're giving away. What I did not uh, finish was in that drawing with the X-Plus figure. That is actually from uh, Flossie's Gifts and Collectibles and Kaiju Addicts. John Stanowski, shout out to him, who is in the chat room right now. And uh, so they gave that to us to give away, which is pretty rad. They are also providing an autograph in one of the um, in one of the prize packs. Like I said, we have some cool Kaiju Max stuff to give away. We have a bunch of stuff from Japan. There was a lottery in Japan for uh, like so. banpresto Presto holds lotteries every once in a while through like Seven Eleven. Mm-hmm. I asked my friend Jamie. I sent him like enough money for five tickets to the lottery, and he went and got five tickets, and then gave me the prizes when I was there last month.
6: Oh, cool. Yeah,
2: so those have all been distributed along with the stuff from the Godzilla store. We also have some cool stuff from uh, Instagram user Kaiju Sketches, which is Kaiju underscore sketches. He provided some really awesome that is so prints. so cool. Oh, yeah, I love for, the way for these. they're They're super kind of metal-y like I don't even know. I'm getting like a real wicker man ones. feel from this. Yeah, <laughs> you know they I mean? are. But
3: they've got the organic like elements. Yeah. You know, he it's does all other organic ones like that. looking. Yeah. But it, yeah, it looks super hardcore. I love that stuff.
2: So each one of the prize packs has four of those in it, and each one of the prize pack has Anthony Wendell's handbook for surviving a giant monster attack, cool. which he sent off. So nice. thank you guys for sending that stuff in. Uh, thank you guys for providing those prizes. I'm super excited to see who wins what. And uh, I'm super excited to hear everybody's <laughs> trivia questions. Speaking of trivia, I'm not sure how we're going to do this just yet, but Jeff and Clancy have been <laughs> killing it at horror trivia here in Portland. And so their team has been winning so much that they were asked to do trivia. At horror trivia, to actually lead, to, like, right? Host it, right? To let yeah. other people win, I believe. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever.
5: <laughs> so,
2: yeah, yeah. Because Gretchen's on my team is
5: team. always number two for the most part. <laughs>
2: Rude. Uh, but they recently were asked to actually host the trivia, right there. You know, so, yeah. They
4: basically what they did was um, they let it. They had us host once, and it was a lot of fun. But then they set this rule that it's something like if. Whatever team wins three times in a row is then asked to host. Um, so three times after they announced that, we got to host because we won three more in a row. You won way more <laughs> than
2: three in a um,
4: row, right? Oh, oh, definitely. But um, since the rule, but it actually is, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun though, and gives us actually. I mean, I enjoy winning. I know Jeff enjoys winning more than I enjoy winning. <laughs> By the look he gives me when I say, "I oh, you know, I wouldn't mind losing every now and then. And then the daggers come right at me. But uh, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun to have that, other, that opportunity to just kind of mix it up every now and then. And, mm-hmm. you know, we are actually kind of like doing it almost as much as we like playing trivia. So sweet Home so, our skills.
2: So hopefully you'll be able to uh, yes, we have some, questions to have some for... fun questions for Rachel and Gretchen and I to yes. try our best to answer.
5: Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fail. bunch of people's
3: <laughs> internet, I guess, is cutting out or their audio is cutting out. Yeah, I see that. Um, but uh, some people are having to, it looks like some people are closing the link and then getting back in and it's okay.
2: Okay. So, well, I tell you what, let's ask all the questions right now while the audio is having problems <laughs> and then, <laughs> then everyone will be mad at us. No, <laughs> we won't do that. Uh, we'll, we'll just kind of banter a little bit. We've got a little bit of time before we need to connect to our very first guests. Uh, I was kind of wondering if anybody knew what some of the anniversaries were, kaiju anniversaries that are happening this year in 2018, because a whole bunch of that music that I played at the sort of pre-roll was tied into, not everything, but was tied into these anniversaries. Uh, 2018 sees the 60th anniversary of Daikaiju Baran, and uh, of course the 50th anniversary of Destroy All Monsters. Mm Mm-hmm which there was a ton of Destroy All Monsters stuff in the pre-roll because, I mean, they just made really great materials when they put that movie out. So, like, the trailers are awesome. The, I put a radio spot in there. And I want to say it sounds like the guy from the announcer from Laugh-In is the guy doing the oh, announcing yeah. for it. I'm not sure if it is or not. But anyway, uh, yeah, so Destroy All Monsters, the Tristar Godzilla Comes yeah. in yeah.
3: twenty that years. In the
1: isn't that crazy? Twenty
3: years. That's that so nuts.
2: Twenty years of Gino. Uh, no. also Mothra three for Jeff. Nineteen ninety eight is when Mothra three came out.
4: Will uh, I will I be issued a penalty card if I mention that Planet of the Apes is also turning fifty this year? Yeah.
6: No, oh, of course not. Yeah. Okay, no.
4: Because obviously not a kaiju movie, but I think there's probably plenty of crossover. Honorable and mention. I think everyone yeah, should celebrate yeah. That film this year for sure.
3: Oh hell yeah. It's
1: also the fortieth anniversary of Jaws 2. Oh,
3: honestly, Jaws Jeff, reference in there. I, I was thinking about <laughs> that for a second. I was
2: like, man, this sucks. There's not gonna be a Jaws reference, but you just, just pulled it out of nowhere for me. <laughs> pulled it out. Pulled it out of nowhere. Thank you. Uh also, hey, Cloverfield came out in two thousand eight, so I ended up playing the Roar song wow. during that. Also, Monster X attacks the G eight summit. You guys remember that gem? No, no oh, silence. Right. Yeah, that's the one where uh, where Beat Takeshi plays a Majin-like creature, and it's weird. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. A comedy film. Didn't they? Oh. Did they
3: play that at G Fest in two thousand nine?
2: Probably. I think they did they at the Pikmin Theater. I think so. Yeah,
3: I think it was a thing and everybody was kind of like, uh, you know, I was asking people, hey, are you going to go? Does it look good? Because I knew nothing about it. And yeah. most people were kind of like, well, uh.
6: Uh,
3: <laughs> I'm like, I would not say it if I'm going to go then. <laughs> Maybe I'll stick around and watch the TV with the. Ultraman shows oh, yeah, and different in, your, Godzilla stuff, in, in my room. hotel room yeah I probably classic. better watch in there
2: <laughs> no I mean I I went to the Pickwick I think my first two times at oh, G yeah. Fest as, as an adult
3: Jeff Horn fell asleep at the Pickwick that year <laughs> I get it yeah I bet nuts. Jeff Horn has fallen
2: asleep at the Pickwick <laughs> on multiple years so because, <laughs> because that's a when you go to the G-Fest the G Fest, everybody. When you go to G Fest you spend <laughs> no all day <laughs> running around. Yeah. And then you go sit in a dark, big room in a nice plush seat that lets you lean back. And then they turn the lights off and they play a movie. Man, yeah. it is a swan song for my dreamland, I'm telling you.
1: I think that's the case right. for a lot of conventions. Like if mm-hmm. you have conventions and then you have like a screening that night, I just think it's, you know, it's the yeah. Perfect do you think they
3: should do a breakfast to, to crash. screen? Yeah. yeah breakfast except it should be, maybe. They, should just, they
2: actually, you know what? The funny Late br- thing is, brunch. they do screenings at G-Fest in the hotel too. So Jeff okay. actually runs the film festival. I'm I'm hoping he's doing it again this year. But he basically puts together a, an entire weekend of programming. I think. Well, he puts together the weekend of programming on the TV too. And I'm sure he's going to be correcting he me said if absolutely. I'm He absolutely. Well, that's because Jeff Warren. He is a rock star. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the other, let's see, were there any anniversaries? I think yes. that was it. Well,
4: what, s- what? Somebody mentioned somebody The Green Slime, slime which is yeah. a oh, Japanese yeah. uh, production yeah,
2: slash. Kaiju adjacent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. For
5: sure. 60, 68.
2: <laughs>
3: 25 years of Jurassic Park.
5: Apparently, Men in Black, too. Wow.
3: Men in bl- oh, yeah. Men in Black's <laughs> been mentioned actually a couple of times. All right. So I keep way, yeah.
2: way off target on <laughs> right, right. So
3: Those are I not guess kaiju fouls. I you films. Can call <laughs> the pug alien a kaiju, maybe. I did. My sister, who was joined the chat room at some point, I don't know if she's still on there. It looks like she is. Uh, I got her a shirt that said Pugzilla once. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, because she's oh, obsessed with pugs. And Andrew
2: I, Roebuck asked if uh, Gamera vs. Virus got mentioned. I did not mention no. it. But oh, right. I did play a song from Gamera vs. Virus <laughs> in the uh, pre-roll. In addition to Gamera vs. Virus, Dye. Dai- released the yokai films at least the first two of the trilogy so i included oh, a song yeah. from the yokai movie as well
3: and also super eight ultra brothers released in 2008 michael deke said
2: well i'm glad michael deke <laughs> recognized that for sure
3: andy i don't know that two-year anniversary Shin Godzilla counts it counts we celebrate andrew two years. i count it with you <laughs> are we like teenagers in love we
2: are like I teenagers mean, come in on. love for sure <laughs> 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 All right. So, actually, we have about uh, ten minutes before we connect. <laughs> Hi, rachel sister. First
3: your sister's in there. Uh, yeah, she said uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, Beetlejuice.
2: Beetlejuice, and Be- Beetlejuice. Hey,
3: Beetlejuice is a good one.
2: That's funny that your family's trolling you here too. Oh,
3: I know. Too funny. <laughs> it's my life.
2: Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Which one's the evil twin again?
3: Um, my evil twin is Annalise Turner.
4: <laughs> I thought Rachel was the evil
3: one. Oh yeah, I'm the evil twin. Yeah, that's
5: Make right. Make up your mind. That's true. I don't know. Make up your mind. Well, the evil twin will never admit to being the evil twin, probably. Right? Oh uh, yeah. Is Unless evil uh, cool. is that the riddle?
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yes, no riddle.
2: Anyway, so there's lots of cool. Yes. Listeners, there are lots of cool anniversaries wow. this year.
3: So many we didn't think of. <laughs>
2: that was a that can, are can, can of probably worms not probably worth
3: mentioning. <laughs> no, I'm not. You know what, though? No, I'm good with the
2: ones I mentioned, and that's. Yeah. You know, that's I think not. we
3: mentioned the important ones,
2: especially Gino.
3: Uh, well, maybe wow. I take back my statement. <laughs> didn't you say you wanted us to not no, like, no. hate on Gino?
2: Absolutely not what I said. Absolutely okay. not. I, I said, <laughs> this is the year that I start reducing the hate. I turn off the hate for Gino. I think 20 years has gone by and it's time for the hatchet to be buried. I'm still not, Mm. I don't consider it a good movie. No. Mm -hmm. And I will never put it in any top five Kaiju movie list or top 25 Kaiju movie Mm, (laughs)
1: list. Top Mm -hmm. 57.
2: But you know, it is what it is. And there are, there are ups and there are downs with it. Just like many other project, uh, uh, many other projects. (laughs) Words, words. Uh, But yes, uh, this is the year I think I'm going to stop hating on Gino. I mean, our drunk commentary still exists, obviously. I'm not going to delete that from the
1: server. And we should really plug that again because that.
3: Yeah, that's true. I've listened to that at
2: least (laughs) half a dozen times. There's a whole bunch of people who have done that a lot. I think eventually we're going to have to do our own commentary. Is Uh, that what
5: the pickled ginger thing is that people keep referencing?
2: No. So pickled ginger. Who is that? Who is pickled ginger? Pickled Ginger was a lovely boy. No. Uh, Pickled Ginger was our palate cleanser after we did the Daikaiju discussion. See, Rachel and Clancy are lucky. I used to make these fools read all the Daikaiju discussions with me. Oh. So after everybody had read like all of these homework assignments out loud for the microphone, I was like, I want to you know get into the news, but everybody looks wiped out. So I thought it would be fun to do a trivia round. And so we just had like a quick five trivia questions thing, and it you know what um, and listeners is, is that what we're doing questions. today no, no, not really. We're okay. sort of flipping it on sort its of. head in a sense, but yeah, listeners would send in questions, and people liked it, and I enjoyed it too, but then I got to the point where I could really tell that these guys in front of me were dreading having to read those, so I just kind of killed it. Just hmm. along with that. I mean, there's no need to do pickle ginger if I'm just the only one. doing. You're the only pickled ginger. I'm going to pickle ginger myself.
6: <laughs>
5: you guys. I was going to say. <laughs> Mike
2: Keller says some wounds are too deep to heal. <laughs> uh, right on. So uh, how many questions do you guys have for for us? Oh, no. Jeff and, and Clancy. We're not going to start it right
4: now.
1: It we'll do like that later. Seven.
4: You think? Yeah, somewhere between 5 and 8. Okay, yeah. I'm looking forward Sorry. to this. 7 or 8 is what I meant. <laughs>
1: somewhere be one between 1 and 50. To
3: throw <laughs> <out here>. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, one of our listeners, Eli, actually posted. He he said something about pickled ginger, and I said, hey, let's post it in the group, Post because we have a KaijuCast listener Facebook group now, which if you're not a part of and you are on Facebook, you should totally join, because we have some pretty good conversations in there. Uh, but Eli was, uh, no man, I totally forgot where I was going with this.
3: He posted some questions.
2: Well, I kind of want to look it up, but he posted, he wanted to post some questions to ask the other listeners for some trivia. And, uh, I saw it when it came up, when it, like right when it went online and I just was like, bam, 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 bam. And I answered all of them correctly, except the composer of the 2014 Godzilla, which I screwed up, which is okay.
4: (laughs) So, twenty years from now, from two thousand fourteen, is when you are going to stop hating on that one. Though, right? Yeah, I got, I got <laughs> so another got little, eighteen yeah, yeah. years
2: or something like that. But don't ask me to do math on a live show. No, no.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so uh, should we? I think you guys should sort of uh, talk amongst yourselves, like vamp for me for a little while, while I get in touch with our first guests. Uh,
3: Jessica said that
5: Clancy has to make her win.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, <yeah. laughs> what's what's the official name of the You're this, not supposed to actually read that group? out
4: loud, Gretchen.
5: <laughs> Isn't it the Kaiju <laughs> asking, Core I
3: was gonna it's, look it's,
6: um,
2: Yeah, the official group name is Kaiju Core C-O-R-P-S. Yeah, and then Kaiju Cast listeners. If you go to the Kaiju Cast Facebook page, it's actually uh it's there on the on the Kaiju cast Facebook page.
1: and it's been fairly active. We got fifty plus people are now members of that. And I noticed every I'm day not there's <laughs> a, a number of different conversations. And yeah, People are posting photos of their collections, and it, it's, it's a lot of fun.
4: Yeah, I think it's accomplishing what we kind of wanted it to. And uh, it's actually kind of – I've been having a lot of fun getting to know some of the people that I haven't met at, like, some of the conventions or whatnot. And so, yeah, I encourage people to not only join, but feel free to start posting if you aren't because obviously – Sometimes people just kind of lurk, which is fine, too, you know, if you mm-hmm. want to lurk. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, if you're, if you're hesitant encouraged. about posting or whatever, go ahead and throw something out there because, you know, not everybody can always see everything because of the way Facebook tries to control every aspect of our lives. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just throw out whatever you got. And,
1: and everybody's been pretty, pretty cool on that. Yeah, you know
2: not. Yeah, we haven't had to. We haven't had to man- haven't hammer anybody out.
3: Yeah, yeah. Kyle, is there a, a limit on the chat for a certain number of people?
2: Uh, I think we're limited to like a hundred.
3: Okay. Yeah, I know there is a limit. Somebody posted about in the group about an error, mm. but we only have thirty-four right now. Oh, so we're so not at hundred.
4: So people know we don't. We're not dis- not. If you ask to join Kaiju Core, we're going to go ahead and accept your invitation. You're asking oh, yeah. to join, but mm-hmm. we have to approve it, and we're all sitting here,
5: <laughs> right, doing yeah, the yeah. live
4: broadcast. So if you join while we're doing this I'll try right to, now,
5: hang on, I'll try to take yeah, a look yeah. and see if I can join some people. Oh, yeah,
1: we got. Uh,
4: I
5: got the Facebooks on my phone.
1: Why don't I just do that right now? And you will be approved pretty quickly if you
5: oh, yeah, send a bunch of people just did it. A check hey guys, or money order everybody to, to approve, <laughs> uh, approved, approved, yeah. approved, approved, all.
2: approved. You get a Facebook, and you get a Facebook, and you. Get a Facebook group.
5: I think I approved you guys all.
2: We maybe, maybe John
5: Logan, Liam Foley. another two mics. Okay.
2: So many mics. We have so many mics in the chat room right now. It's, it's actually a little mind blowing. There you
5: go guys.
2: Okay. Well, yes. Anyway, so the chat, uh, the chat room is fun too, but the Facebook group has been a lot of fun. I, I, um, I generally, this is like kind of, uh, going against what you'd think I'm about to say but I don't like Facebook generally speaking but I like Facebook groups yeah I like Facebook groups because it's a contained area where you've got the conversation generally about where that uh what that group is about right so like for us we don't talk about the kaiju gas necessarily although there have been some cool topics it's really just a anybody can say anything kaiju related and even kaiju adjacent and we're cool with it uh, someone was asking earlier in the group like when you first started listening to the Kaiju cast, it was really cool to see some people saying like, oh, January, you know, January, 2009, I listened to the very first episode right after it came out and stuff like that, which is just very impressive. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah. and, And honestly, that's when I said, I encourage people to actually be active and make their own posts is that we're, we have been active in it and we will continue to do so, but that's kind of the cool thing about groups is that we want it to be also the listeners that are generating that content. So just what he was talking about there, it's cool to see those conversations coming. It's not all going to come from us. So just, yeah. I'm going
5: to roll out a chat room link in a second here. I'm getting the details together. So I know everybody's in the chat and the um, Facebook group is like chat room link, please.
2: Yeah. Is the, like, seriously, is are more people having problems getting into the chat? That's a really big time bummer.
5: Uh, well, some people don't know where it's at, so I'm linking that right now. Hang tight. You getting it? Okay. Yeah.
6: Thank
4: you. Well, and the link is at if you go to kaijucast.com. At if the top, to the there's line. a live. Li- excuse me. There's a link that says live. If you click on that, there should be the link to the chat room.
3: Even actually, right at yeah. the top. So, yeah, right at live. Yeah, it says live stream li- stream link and chat room link. And oh, okay. then I think it
4: asks you to log in with like Facebook or various options, but. The
2: best part about a live show is technical difficulties. Yeah, always, it there. always. Uh, yeah, I'm literally checking my, um, you know, there super you go. good audio, but literally checking my uh, chat roll, which is the service that we're signed up with, and I it says a hundred people. So it does. Okay. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that fixes itself. We'll be. We'll be. Uh, you know, giving mm-hmm. things away. Soon-ish, it'll be after our first Correctly. interview with our first special guests. Uh, but, you know, it's time yeah, for me to start talking about our first special guests. Cool. Uh, so, you know, a couple of years ago, I was looking for podcasts outside of the specific Godzilla sphere. And I was really surprised that nobody had really started an Ultraman podcast. Thankfully, people have stepped up. And our first two guests, who are uh, Rich Conway... And Pat Rooney, those guys started the Science Patrol podcast. And uh, I don't know, have any of you guys actually listened to the Science Patrol podcast? Any of my co-hosts specifically? Actually, anybody in the chat room too?
4: Yeah, I I listened to the first episode and then the most recent episode just to get a vibe of how they, you know, usually people talk. There's a nice introduction for the first episode and then kind of see where they've gone from there. But I thought it was a lot of fun. And when I'm watching Ultraman again, I definitely want to go through and kind of match up with what they talk about.
2: Awesome. Well, uh, I have joining us here, I hope, through the magic of Skype, we <laughs> have the hosts of the Ultraman Science Patrol Podcast, which is actually just Science Patrol podcast. Rich. He's there. Hey, hey man, We're how's here. it going? Both of you guys are there? Yeah, I'm here. Rich, I'm here as well. Rich and Pad, welcome, man. How's it going today? It's fantastic. How, how are, are you? you? Doing pretty well. So uh, we have like a full group here. We've got Jeff, Clancy, Rachel, Gretchen, and myself. Hey, and, everybody. Uh, hey. Going on? Hey. So glad you could join us for the emergency broadcast.
7: Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're pleased as punch.
2: So I got to ask, how is the show going? How is your podcast treating you?
8: Uh, next week is episode 50. Woo! Yeah. So, right uh, you know, halfway to 100, 10% to 1,000, so that's nice. <laughs>
6: awesome he so, keeps
8: track of these things i don't
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you guys started the podcast uh how long ago like when did you kick that off just
7: about a little bit more than a
8: year yeah, ago a little bit more than a year
2: okay and you st- i know you started with sort of the first ultraman series the 1966 stuff right yeah. then we jumped to x no then we did
8: a couple of oh, yeah, we did a couple of little like uh, palate cleansers and then we jumped to x
7: and then Jeed came on as a live series. And we said we had to watch that as it was going on live. And that's what we did until the end of Jeed.
2: And now we're back on X again. Awesome. So wait, how did you guys like Jeed overall? Oh, I loved it. It was great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so and I have two
7: Christian kids really in Gid the Ultraman, pod, Ultraman age group.
8: They absolutely loved Jeed.
2: Oh, fantastic. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, target
8: audience for sure.
2: And so, what's uh, where are you? Got, you got right now. You're in X. What are you doing after X? Are you going to move on to Orb, or are you going to go back and kick some of the uh, the old stuff like Ultra Q or Ultra Seven or Return of Ultraman? I you might wanna... kick
8: one of the movies.
7: Yeah, we're going to another... do,
2: like do another palate cleanser. Somebody's
8: sending me uh subtitled copies of um the Ultraman Zeus movies, the parody Ultraman. Mm-hmm. So I thought that might be fun to do before we uh, before we go back into something else. Like I want I have to right now, because of our schedule, we can't get together and then watch something on DVD. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have to kind of watch it separately and then convene on Sunday morning and bang out an episode while his kids are at Sunday school. Uh, So (laughs) life interferes. (laughs) Yeah. So it has to be something that's either on Crunchyroll or somebody uh, sends us digitally.
2: But doesn't life always find a way? It (laughs)
8: We've tried to figure it out, and now we've gotten
7: it almost where it's somewhat seamless. It's darn darn near smooth.
2: Uh, So out of everything that exists in Ultraman land, right, so we've got over 50 years of material. Is Mm -hmm. there any series in particular that you're really looking forward to checking out?
8: Uh, Well, Tiga, because I saw a little bit of it when it came out, um, you know, initially on Fox – And just and was like, it's got to be better than this dub indicates.
6: Mm -hmm. It just simply (laughs) has to be.
8: So I'd like to get to that. And for me,
7: I have absolutely no idea because he recommends what we're going to watch. I'm like, okay, that's what we're going for. No problem.
2: (laughs) Pat's just like, I want something to be good. Actually, you probably don't even
7: care.
8: I basically (laughs) shanghaied him into doing this podcast completely. So.
7: <laughs> and I completely go with I never watched Ultraman before our actual first episode at all. Never that, even heard that, of it.
2: Honestly, that is one of the things that I got a lot of great feedback for when we started our podcast cuz instead of having like instead of immediately having uh like people who are mega fans on the show, my very first guest was our friend Martin and he has sort of been with the podcast learning about Godzilla stuff, learning about Tokusatsu throughout the entire life of this show so it's really cool that you have also in a sense kind of done that
7: yeah i mean like i i don't i have watched now enough ultraman that i can kind of get an idea of what's going to happen but all of it is still relatively fresh if you know what i mean
8: yeah yeah he gets surprised by a lot of the uh non the non uh formula episodes such as the Space Cat Mew episode of oh, uh, Ultraman X, and then the in twenty four hours, uh, the, the 24 24 of hours inside Zio. of Zio, sure, crazy,
6: <laughs>
8: yeah, yeah. It's the it's the, it's the little stuff. It's the stuff that doesn't that deviates from the okay. Giant silver guy uh, beats the crap out of another guy in a monster suit. Uh, there's some laser beams and. Uh, and nobody knows who the guy is, so that's right, yeah, right. perfect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love how he's always a mystery, right? Like, it's always yeah. a mystery who Ultraman is, like Superman.
8: Hey, how come we haven't seen Kenji this whole time that we've been, you know... seeing <laughs> this <first laughs> giant silver man over Yeah, it's, it's surprisingly coincidental, but I,
2: I don't think anything of it. I love how that's like the equivalent of uh, Superman or Clark Kent's glasses.
5: (laughs) Exactly, that's what I was going to say.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's
7: exactly it. Yeah, Uh, and hey, with with Ultraman Zero, it is his glasses. Yeah, we noticed that with the Ultraman (laughs) G show that they had Zero do so many different times the Superman glasses off, glasses on, glasses off,
5: and also his personality switches. That was hysterical. I love that. character. It was so good.
8: I'll I'll watch that guy in anything.
2: The guy's great. Ultra Seven also does that from back in the uh, sixties, nineteen sixty-seven. Oh, he he's got cool. Well, he's got these cool glasses that he. Puts oh, that's on, right. He you know? does. I forgot about that. Ooh. It's like a whole Tokusatsu like layered effect where they have like animation, like put on the different pieces of his armor, and like mm-hmm. there's sparks flying out. It, Ultra Seven's got some cool effects, some really interesting <laughs> techniques. Yeah, maybe we'll. Have yeah, to it's do a that much
8: show. darker show too, in in parts. Like it's a, it's a much more serious, like not, a lot of the monsters aren't quite as kid friendly. No berserk is the word I was going to go for. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, you're not going to get a giant flying, farting space cat.
2: Okay. No, no. You just leave that to the modern shows for sure. I'm okay Uh, with that. Yeah. (laughs) So I think Clancy had a question for you guys.
4: Oh Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Congratulations on uh, making it to, well, almost making it to 50 episodes. That's Thanks. definitely nice to see. And obviously, you guys are committed to continuing with the podcast as um, much as we
8: can. Yeah. Yeah. I told Pat that, that there's enough Ultraman material that if they never made another minute of show, we have 10 years worth of podcasts. And then <laughs> after I revived him, he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's, right, that's I guess that's what We're doing <laughs>
2: Oh man, I thought, I'm sorry, I <laughs> yeah, passed yeah. out. I thought so. You said something about 10 years of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> say that right? No, 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 no. Have some coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so go ahead. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah. So I'm just curious um, from both your perspectives, because, you know, one of you is a longtime fan and the other is uh, kind of new to the, well, was new to the genre and is kind of getting into it. Um, how has your interest in the, or, you know, the fandom um, for Ultraman kind of changed after? 50 episodes of just talking about it, researching it and all that.
7: You still? Well, I mean, as I've said on the podcast, I work in Manhattan. So I didn't know who Ultraman was, but I had seen the Ultraman face all over the place in Chinatown. And once I saw the first episode, I realized that's who that is. You know, normally you just think, okay, some giant robot don't know what it is. Now I know who it is. So I can actually go and say, oh, that's Ultraman. Not that I really have a lot of time to talk to these people, and especially since I don't talk Chinese, but as Rich pointed out, this is huge everywhere else but here. here. So it's really interesting for me, working in Chinatown, seeing it, and now that I know who it is, I can understand it more. And like I said, my kids are right in the target audience. They loved Jeed. They're not so much into X, but they're waiting for the Jeed movie, and whatever is the next thing to come out, which... Okay, you can move on at any time you want. <laughs> right. Then we are going to see it from step one all the way through. My kids have already said, oh, yeah, we're watching that no matter what. So I'm really excited and it's been very interesting
8: to watch. Well, yeah, right. okay. Um, I like the fact that it's it appears to be a never-ending rabbit hole of crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just – you look at something and you're like the, – and, and the fact that people know – Like, okay, well, this kaiju, while not appearing officially, is made up of the left elbow of Super Kaiju Crush Monster. uh, And, you know, they go, the level of detail that fandom has, which I, you know, look, I'm a nerd. I shouldn't be surprised at these things. I, I, you know, I know stuff about Godzilla movies, I know stuff about all sorts of things, but the minutiae, it's astounding and it brings me such great joy to see. Especially when I find something out that I know Pat's gonna go nuts, gonna over. gonna run into in about you know three episodes or something, and I just kind of you know rub my hands together like <laughs> it's a horrible evil plot, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna go berserk over this because as we've discussed on the podcast, Pat has no problem with uh, giant, giant monsters, monsters, aliens from the uh, from space, right. um, humans who can transform into superheroes—all good. But things like fire underwater driving yeah. crazy, yeah, um, like tiny physics problems. He's like, that would never happen. I'm like, really? That's what? That's the stuff. Okay, whatever.
2: I can buy the giant monster. I can't buy the fact that they could potentially drive to the city in that much time.
8: Oh god, I gotta think about traffic. <laughs> My thing was like his his big thing was in the early episodes. Um, he's like, that's a submarine, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. He goes. Uh, they're underwater, right? I'm like, oh. yeah. He's like, <laughs> why is there fire coming out of the back of a submarine? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the '60s, dude. I don't know. Yeah,
2: we it's, just thought that's you know, how that it's, works. It's super physics
7: yeah. stuff that <laughs> I go that way off on, even though all the big physics stuff—guy turning into 50-foot-tall monsters from everywhere—that's okay. That's yeah. legit. Our,
8: our, our latest uh, sort of rabbit hole we've been going down is Japan has to be riddled with sinkholes. Just from giant monsters tunneling under all their major cities.
2: Not to mention all the gigantic footprints that have got to be, you know, strewn across the countryside.
8: Well, yeah, well that, well that's good for the paving union. They come right in. Yeah, we <laughs> no, lots time. Love, love giant monsters.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I do. I'm not kidding. I really do love like the blue collar vibe that you guys bring to the podcast. <laughs> Thank
7: you. It's that's us. Well, we have blue collar guys. Yeah, we, I mean, I can work tell it's like authentic. I said
2: in the city. In the manholes, I can't
7: say specifically what company, but the big phone company is what I can say.
8: So I've <laughs> been a blue-collar guy for 20-some-odd years. Yeah, and I run CNC machines, so it's not like, you know, I got my, I'm up to my elbows in coolant half the day, so that's fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you guys had any favorite episodes that you've reviewed so far on the shows that you've checked out?
7: Favorite? Wow, that's a f- good question.
8: I think, and this is especially Rachel appreciate this. We are fans of anything with Pigmon in it. Yes, yes Pigmon is
7: one
3: of <laughs> his right. favorite.
8: my kids love the Pigmon episode. He's awesome.
3: I know he's great. <laughs> he's the friendly monster. Yeah, exactly. and we want Amazing. him
8: so bad. We were, we so badly would like him to become a like Science Patrol auxiliary member. Like so yes. he can like in the, ep- the first episode in the or the first appearance where he's oh it's the second appearance actually where he's riding in the. The sedan nice, so with everybody. Car. Yes. And I'm just like, I want him in the uniform with the helmet.
3: <laughs> oh my God. Yes, So bad. Be so fantastic. bad. And
8: instead of Dr. Goromon, you could put Pigmon. We could something pigmon. like that. I want more episode. Dr. Goromon. <laughs> I think we need more Dr. Goromon. I mean, that poor guy's got to be dying in that suit, but uh, you know.
2: For anybody who has not watched uh, Ultraman X, the guy that they're talking about is this crazy scientist alien I don't know what his original form was because I think his design is based off of another kaiju that it's that has appeared in. Ultraman, well, he's supposed to be yeah. an
8: alien phantom, which I think was in. Yeah, bloody hell! I don't remember now. This some is, some kind of Ultraman. again too much minutiae.
2: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that guy, that guy. With, when I first saw Ultraman X, I was like, "Whoa, that is a stretch for my brain to get into." Like, are aliens working with humans? Well, he's got a lanyard with an ID on it. Yeah. obviously, it has got to yeah. be good. He, he must have been checked out thoroughly for. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, because I've yeah, been a, yeah. always taught that aliens are the bad guys in these movies and TV shows.
8: Well, <laughs> I like the fact that they're doing that now. They're like, look, not everybody—it's not a little bit of social commentary. Uh, you can't paint everybody with the same broad brush. Right, and especially in this X
7: show. The main character is trying to say the monsters aren't all bad. We might be able to work with some, but if we have to knock them down, we have to knock them down. That's just the way life goes.
2: Yeah, I really liked Ultraman X. I thought that was a good show. I'm wondering how many of my co-hosts here have checked that one out because Orb was the one that followed that up, and I really like Orb. I'm actually looking forward to hearing you guys talk about Orb. We'll get to it. I promise. (laughs) I'm not saying right now. Well, no,
7: we're in the middle of X right now. Please give us time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My friends, you have all the time in the world. You have all the time in the nebula. Ah, There you go. Lovely. Uh, Lovely. So so you guys also share something with the Kaiju cast, and that's that you guys have sort of a studio dog. Yes, we do. Yeah, so we have Hachi here who sometimes hangs out. He doesn't hang out as much as some people would like. He's literally (laughs) sleeping in the corner. (laughs) being a good dog right now not nice oh, but you guys Burgers have downstairs uh, trying to mooch food <laughs> I love hearing him on the show though it's I think oh, it's good you. for a podcast to have a podcast dog
8: yeah well his his thing is he like we, we record in, in uh, a third ba- uh, bedroom I was gonna say a third basement which would make it's us sound like really, really deep <laughs> <laughs> in our subterranean lair um, but it's just a small table um, with a with a digital recorder. And for some reason, his new thing is he likes to be held by Pat, but he has to go up on my lap first and then walk across the table to get to him
7: because you can't come directly to yeah. me because <laughs> when I come in, my first thing is oh, to chase him around. Yeah, big and scary. And I'm big and scary. And he runs away, barks in the tail's wagging a mile a minute because he loves every second of it.
2: <laughs> Just like they do. Like they yep. do.
7: Yes, yes.
2: Yeah, Hachi. So the funny thing about Hachi is that when we're here all recording in the in the room, he kind of just shuts down and goes to sleep or he will like lay down on the ground next to me. But when I'm here by myself, like if I have to do some pickups or have to like do some show notes, he will sit next to me and just stare and wait for me to look at him. <laughs> and then if I don't look at me. him, there's, there's no one else here. You could be petting me. Exactly. That is exactly what's going through his head. And, and these guys all know it because they've seen it. But when he. Does when I he, I don't give him attention, he will then do his sit pretty, He'll like,
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> like
2: go, go, go rear back on his it's like I got to do something to get this guy's attention, so he starts <laughs> petting me, and that usually does work. <laughs> I he's say, he's okay. a sheba, right?
8: Yeah, he's a sheba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, par for course for those guys. Yeah, super calm. Yeah, let me. They do that little prancy walk thing, which I find hysterical. Yep.
5: Your dog is prancy. My dog is
2: is a pretty princess, is what he is. Oh
8: yeah, well <laughs> let me tell you, Fergus Fergus has a little prancy thing when he feels like he's done a good job doing something. You know, like barking at the UPS man for try, trying to kill us, um,
7: barking at the mailman for trying to kill us. Yeah,
8: <laughs> <laughs> keeping Pat at the bottom of the stairs, but then letting him up. Yeah, he he, then he, he, he trots over me like, huh? Wasn't that great? Come on
6: yeah
2: here's your boy i learned pretty early on in the podcast that i can't let my dog outside in the backyard while i am podcasting otherwise he will start barking at people as they walk past and then i'll have to edit my audio more sure Uh, yeah yeah. can see that right on guys well so what are you uh, looking forward to coming up next what you what do you guys have in the coming months aside from the actual show you guys just did a giveaway recently right
8: well, yeah, it's funny you say that because I wanted to say, like, the people who have won will be receiving their packages soon, I promise. <laughs> My overtime got a little, a little squashed at work, so things aren't as uh, fluid and liquid as they once were. So we're going to get those out to people by the end of – so we commit to the end of March. We can commit to the end. You've heard it here. The end of
2: March they will be out by. That's a KaijuCast exclusive. That's right. <laughs> That's so you're right. So we're, also of course, going to do the-
8: another Festival of Merriment next year. Um, <laughs> right around oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. should
2: listen to that. that. That was fun, where they did, like, the Christmassy – you guys did something Christmassy, right?
8: Oh, the first year we did – what the hell did we review? It was some – There was some sort of Christmas episode. Not even a Christmas episode. We just took one of the, like um, – it was either, like, the King's Jubilee or one of the oh, shorts man. that they showed before Ultraman Cosmos which are basically like weird ultra rap shows. Video. Oh, not even the nineties rap video. Holy moly. <laughs> uh, that, that's another good, beautiful thing about Ultraman is there's always going to be some really, really bizarre interpretation of Ultraman being injected into uh, regular pop culture mm-hmm. and not necessarily. Well, or Definitely not efficiently, well. but it's going to be interesting. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
8: well, well I, yeah, we're I just gonna well going to keep going. We're going to keep, keep reviewing everything we can review. Um, we had a, we had a member of our Facebook group uh, send us a whole bunch of stuff digitally that um, would not normally be accessible to us, which is nice. So, and uh, we're going to keep watching a lot of stuff on Crunchyroll because we want them to keep. Stuff out, yeah. Keep uh, broadcasting Ultraman, basically,
2: as much as they can. While you're at it, Crunchyroll, why not sponsor the Science Patrol podcast and the kaiju? (laughs) They haven't said anything. (laughs) 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 They have been efficient at ignoring us. But (laughs) well, too bad for them, right? That's too bad for us.
8: We could use the money. But but in all in all seriousness, we want we tell people like, look, you want to watch it on YouTube, that's fine. Open a tab up on Crunchyroll when you go out to the grocery store. And let it run anyway, and it looks that like way, watching. that way, they get the credit for it, and they know that people are watching it, and they can continue to have more Ultra shows. Yes, like I would yes. really like it if they took all the stuff that was on Toku recently, like uh, Ultraman Neos, and all, and the oh god, the Mega Monster Battle, um, uh, uh, well, you know, the TV show that's Ultra related but not really Ultraman,
2: right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Ultra Galaxy. I, I know well, some um, of this stuff just very loosely. Yeah. you talking
5: yeah. about Neo Ultra Q? No, no, that's well, different yeah, too. Yes, yeah. please.
2: Um, also
7: Because I love and, that.
8: You know,
7: <laughs> as much as they can put on. Base, please yeah.
5: put more <laughs> spooky ones on.
8: Yeah, two two scoops. We just demand two scoops. <laughs> as we...
2: Well, I mean, this is a really great time for Ultraman fans outside of Japan because of it the, really the uh, lawsuit being. I mean, Superia has been found in favor Mm-hmm. Of, yes. of owning Ultraman, which is like a thank Godzilla kind of moment. Honestly.
8: Yes, yes, I remember when I saw the uh, when I saw that uh, result. I think I shouted "Hooray!" and then my wallet screamed shortly <laughs> after that.
2: Yes, exactly.
7: It's and the sound of a thousand bills. Five yeah. actually finding out, I'm like, "Oh my god, this is the best thing ever!" <laughs> yeah, and then my wallet screamed as well.
8: I was like, "Blu-rays, Blu-ray subtitle, Blu-rays everywhere you look. It's fantastic." Oh, God, I'm hallucinating. But yeah, I had the same sort of effect as when I told Pat 10 years of (laughs) podcasting. Excellent.
2: Well, guys, where should we point people so that they can access the Science Patrol podcast?
8: Very easy. On any podcasting service you have, whether it's your iTunes or your um, Google Play Store, any of your apps, your Stitchers, your podcast addicts, just type in Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast. We'll get you there as well. Uh, rate, like, and subscribe, and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, then we have the ultramanpodcast.com, um, which is not as updated as it should be, but I'll get on that. We have the Facebook group. Search either Ultraman Podcast or the Science Patrol. Both will get you there. Um, you do, we will add you. Um, uh, and you can reach us on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast and ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. I think that about covers.
9: I think it. that covers
2: everything. Awesome. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for being part of the emergency broadcast. I am so happy that you guys are running an Ultraman podcast, and I'm well, happy you are, to share you are that too. A
8: good portion of responsible for that. Um, you know when i when I listened to that episode, um, you were like, "Yeah, somebody should do that," and I'm like, "Yeah, somebody like me should do that." Wait, I'm a guy like me. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then. He oh. cajoled me right into it. He said, you well, want to try this? I'm like, hey, why not? Here's, here's how that happened real quick. Our kids were watching Johnny Sacco and his flying robot. Awesome. And he is. we are laughing because as low as some of the budgets on Ultraman are, Johnny Sacco is the, like, uh, Kmart version of that. Ultraman, <laughs> And you're just watching it, and you're like, oh, my God, this is preposterous. And we're riffing on it like MST. And I said to him, wait. Wait, are you familiar with Ultraman? He's like, no. I'm like, do you want to do a podcast about it? He goes, why? <laughs>
7: <laughs> this is before I'd actually heard
8: a yeah. podcast at all. Yeah. So yeah, the, in in the year we've done podcasts, Pat has bought a smartphone. He has started listening to podcasts, and right. he has discovered uh, Ultraman. So it's been
2: a banner year. Pat, Pat, you have become a podcaster. <laughs> That's right. <It's> scary. <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, yeah, so th- I thank, you thank you guys for, being for
8: here. giving me the impetus to, to get off my duff and do this.
2: Oh, absolutely. I, I love doing that. <laughs> I love it when <laughs> I can do my bidding, listeners. No. Yeah, <laughs> but don't, seriously, don't. really glad that, uh, that you guys stepped in to fill the void. And I can't wait to see how the rest of your podcast future plays out because I definitely don't want to be the one to cover all the Ultraman stuff.
8: Uh, yeah <laughs> we're doing what we can yeah uh, you know what when when you think about it i'm like well we took on quite a task this is a lot of stuff <laughs> i just showed him the dvds i own. He was like oh god really that's a <laughs> lot i'm like yeah and some of the series have 52 episodes woo-hoo, oh, yeah. woo-hoo. that's a whole <laughs> half a year
2: <laughs> good stuff right on guys well uh thanks again we will be listening to you very shortly on your own podcast and Great. uh we're going to go ahead, and I think we're going to go to our very first trivia question.
8: Okay. Thanks right. a lot, guys. Thanks it was lot. great Take talking care. to Bye you. Bye, guys. Hey,
2: have a great one. Bye. You
8: right. too. Bye.
2: All right. Well, there you go, guys. The Science Patrol podcast. Those guys are a lot of fun to listen to, obviously. Uh, I'm glad that someone stepped into the void, and uh, I appreciate them coming on the show. You guys out there, you're listening to the uh, – <laughs> I feel like I'm doing like a promo. You're listening to the emergency broadcast number seven. No, I just wanted to see if you guys in the listening uh, chat room are all able to connect because I think we are going to do our very first trivia question. If you can, if anybody's having any troubles, though, that's where I'd be like, maybe we should hold off. But a lot of people look like they're excited for Can everybody for hear it? Okay, so. Get your fingers. Get your fingers in ready. ready, right? Yeah. So, you ready. Get ready. For our first trivia question, I'm turning the mic over to our good friend, Nope, not Rachel. She's later. Gretchen, who's going to be asking the very first trivia question.
3: Before you do that, Gretchen, I need to see the answer. Do not say it out loud so that I can know what to look for on the chat room.
2: So let me tell you you. what is in prize pack number one. Uh, Prize pack number one includes the handbook for surviving a giant monster attack by Anthony Wendell. It includes a Godzilla store postcard, which is some really amazing, cool art of Shin Godzilla and some other monsters. Uh, it's got a laminated mini poster, which is the 1984 Godzilla. It's got a Ghidra lottery towel. Now, if you're saying to yourself, what is a lottery towel? In that Band Presto lottery, one of, the thing, one of the things you could win were these hand towels. So this is a Ghidra hand towel. Nice. Uh, also, there is a Ghidra sticker there from the Godzilla store. And then each of these prize packs contains a uh, sticker from a company called B-Side Label, which is sort of like a hip Harajuku-style sticker store. And they partnered with the Godzilla store to release some very specific Godzilla stickers. So every single one of the boxes has a B-Side Label sticker in it. Uh, It also comes with a teeny tiny mini Earth Goji, which is also from the band Presto Lottery. It comes with a blind-boxed chibi anime Chibi Godzilla anime charm. Four sketches by Kaiju Sketches. And a blind capsule Netsky. which uh, every single one of these will also come with these. You guys recognize this? <laughs> this is what I got in Japan. Like my very first Godzilla purchase this last time. Oh, so uh, the Gashapon. It's a, yeah, it's like from a Gashapon machine. And so I bought five capsules of these guys. So who knows what you got? But that's what's in prize pack number one. And we are going to be asking a question
5: via Gretchen right now. And yes, it is an Ultraman question. I saw that in the chat. Someone was asking. So in Ultraman Geed, what was the name of the alien that ra- raised Ella King
2: Okay, so the name of the alien who raised Ella King in Ultraman Geed. Who could that be? I ne- hey, I see Arian
3: I'm Hinohosa. Sorry, I was reading oh, it quickly, yeah. so sorry if I read Arian, that. Arian, comp- yeah. Arian. So Arian, you win. You do.
5: Yes. That is the second answer. Honestly, the first one is it's Tri-Tip. She is the pit alien, though. Way to All go, right, congrats- Arian. Yay! Congratulations. congratulations.
2: So, uh, Arian, you and I are connected on Facebook. Please send me a message with your uh, address so we can get prize pack number one sent out to you. Actually, give me that. I'll write Ariane's name down because it's time for Gretchen to do her uh, <laughs> My top, top five. five. So I, let me before we get into the top five just now, uh, let me say that a listener, Joey, who is actually in the chat room, I believe, was asking us for some top five lists. Mm-hmm. And as we were sort of talking about what we were going to do for the broadcast, I at first thought we would all do the same thing. But uh, Clancy sort of made a suggestion. I don't know if it was on purpose or just like off the top of your head. But he was like, oh, why don't we all do our own top five lists? So we have all created our own top fives. Gretchen, what are your top fives?
5: My top fives are the spoopy kaiju. My (laughs) my spoopy kaiju. So number one, of course, is Hedorah. I mean, you cannot, you know, that's my man. He's awesome. How can you not love
2: Hedora as a spooky kaiju? Uh, oh wait, hang on a second. Should we tell?
5: What, spoopy? Is anybody
2: like curious what spoopy is, or does everybody get spoopy? Do you
5: guys get spoopy?
2: Uh, go ahead and
3: spoopy you is can like put the official
5: explanation like spoo- out there. Yeah, it's like yeah. spooky, cute, weird. Are you taking a picture of my shirt?
2: My shirt has Hadora <laughs> uh-huh. on it. It's a spoopy Hedora.
5: It's spoopy. Yeah,
2: he's adorbs. <laughs> so yeah, so spoopy is like. Cute scary cute, or scary.
5: spooky scary skeletons. What we use
2: here a lot is kawaii, which yeah, is Japanese kawaii, kawaii. for scary kawaii, which is cute. So kawaii kawaii. So your top five, number five was Hedra.
5: Yeah.
1: No, I thought that was one.
5: That was yeah. I guess well, the I'm first gonna, one you went with. I'm gonna, Oh yeah. Are so that's doing? number five. Okay. We're gonna do like a countdown. Sorry. Yes. yes okay. Number four is Iris <laughs> from Gamera. <laughs> Three. Sorry, I cracked myself up from Gamera 3, as you all know.
2: Well, wait, is it the adult form Iris or the baby Iris? The
5: baby Iris.
2: So the baby Iris, see, I would assume. Oh, I
5: have far? to separate them? Okay. No, no, no. You bad. don't
2: have to. I was just curious if one stood out more than the other. So baby Iris.
5: Because baby Iris is super cute. Super cute. With the purple and yellow and the tentacles of whatever awakening. Um <laughs> sure. <laughs> right? Did, uh, right. Right, right? Remember that the episode? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, my number three is um it's a hard word to pronounce for me. Um it translates to brethren. It's um biradazen, biradazen. Anyways, he, he is the it. kaiju that um from Ultra Q or uh, Neo Ultra Q that does the Laundry. Yeah, he's, he's the one a, with
2: the laundromat. He
5: looks like a. He looks a little bit like Pigmon. He could be his relative.
2: Yeah, I wonder if if there's actually lore yes. on those guys yet. Yes, Are Ed they Harris related, brother, to, brethren, yeah. to Pigmon?
5: Yeah. And then. Um, brethren. brethren. Um My number two is Matango. Yes. yes because oh, who, Very doesn't
3: love,
2: who doesn't love Matango? <laughs> Although I, I, I got like to <laughs>
3: I don't see the I don't see the cute don't like Lady Gaga her. Head <laughs> I see <laughs> the I see the spooky but I don't think Matango's cute in my opinion. Yeah, it gets a kind of, kinda, of right? yeah. But if you're looking One at those spoopy, like, like a, those spoopy. like so foobie, Matango figures. Oh, those are really cool. Like they You know, those maybe you can say M1 has a little some good cute. ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. M1 has some good ones for sure. Yes, and they're. Cute. Thank you. Eli I agree.
3: Th- thinks that Matango's cute. If you have uh. a
1: thi- if you have a thing for fungus like uh, Gretchen does, then you, can uh, <laughs> then, you know. then you can understand it.
3: I, I love mushrooms. Oh, what some people think say. he's more cute than scary. Well, not he, but the, all the Matango, I guess.
6: Oh. All right.
5: Okay.
3: Anyway. Lots of opinions. And my number one, it's Dada!
5: Oh, yeah. Dada. Dada's pretty good. Dada's like the, like, Frankenfurter of, (laughs) of (laughs) Haichu. Just like he's so adorable. It's like, he's, I, and I love Dada painting, so.
2: Dada and (laughs) That is awesome. Very cool. So uh, we each have a top five for this particular broadcast. And so uh, I am going to go ahead and connect with our next guest if you guys want to help fill the void. Well,
4: What I was going to say is um, Kyle was mentioning that I threw out the idea for us all to have different lists. As Gretchen and Rachel were sitting here talking about how cute monsters were that reminded me exactly why i threw out that suggestion because <laughs> Rachel <laughs> was which i love hearing their lists but i'm like how exactly can I get out of Thanks. having to make my own list of cute monsters and do something a little more right. metal? Ka- Ka- yeah, um,
3: Clancy didn't want to do his top five baby kaiju, and I—I I yeah, exactly. I think that's really lame. I think he should have done it. I think he. <laughs> <laughs> <I> There's <think> he- <laughs> well, only a handful. Like, how
4: right. many baby? Kaiju? I will make this commitment. I will <laughs> next emergency broadcast. I will bring yes. to the table. Yes, my top five so, baby kaiju i did not let for
2: clancy forget here's what year. i no. want to
3: know and we can do you can it when remind I do my me at g fest
4: even but,
3: come up to right, me and
4: go hey by the way your, you better like be that. working on that top five baby
3: yeah kaiju that's right <laughs> i i actually sat there i was working on this yesterday and sat there on the couch next to brian and said i was like do you think i captured all the baby kaiju i was trying to list as many as i could and i was listing some and brian's like i I don't even remember there being a baby kaiju in that movie and different things. He's like, is there a baby version of that? I'm like, of course there. Like, and so it was kind of funny that even my own husband couldn't even like really come up with a list of baby kaiju like me.
2: Well, I'm sure we're all looking forward to seeing what you came up with. (laughs) Um, hamada
3: was my um, backup
5: list there.
2: Nice. Nice. Mm. Uh, Michael. Well, you know, guys, we are connected with our next guest. Oh, hey, Stan. Stan Red coming in from the Pacific Northwest. Hey, man, how you doing, buddy? Doing really well. Thank you so much for joining the emergency broadcast. And, uh, <laughs> you know, now I didn't really give you a good intro yet because we we kept talking about our top five list. But <laughs> so Stan, first up, if it, nobody has heard, if people have not heard the episode that Stan was on already, we sort of talked a lot about what Stan does uh, I would highly suggest it. Maybe what I'll do is I'll add a link in the show notes to check it out. But Stan does a lot of stuff in Vancouver, uh, B.C., which is where he lives. But he is also part of the G-Fest crew. So he is the guy that we're going to talk to about what's happening this year for the 25th G-Fest. Cool. So uh, welcome to the broadcast, Stan.
9: Thanks for having me on.
2: So what is it uh, that you you fill most of your time with these days now that you're retired?
9: uh I, anyway, I don't want to be boring here i don't call myself retired <laughs> anymore i'm i'm a chief examiner for an international film program that's taught to high school students uh so i'm i'm flying to the hague on on uh on thursday this week for a meeting so i i keep i'm busy i i i basically am busy so and it's got to do with film too and i i got this job because i was so fascinated by monsters that i knew all this stuff about film even though I had never gone to film school, but I was a high school teacher, theater and writing teacher, and English teacher. So, um, so I have a job uh, in addition to being retired from going into the classroom. But my other job is, is of course, Gfest, and we Skype at least once a month for the year. It, it gets more hectic as Gfest gets closer. But we're feeling really good this year because things seem to be planned so early as opposed to some years or at least we you know our guest list is set and things like that which sometimes we're panicking right about now so yeah
2: (laughs) the early spring uh panic
9: the early spring panic is really yeah sometimes the late spring panic so it's good it's it's very good this year
2: so at the uh g fest organization table what is it that you pretty much run
9: it's the model room right yeah i'm i I do panels on a number of things uh, but but in terms of the responsibility for a section of G fest I run the model room and the model programming which are two separate things right mm-hmm. uh, that are intimately connected but you know we do how-to panels and how to build how to paint how to you know, create uh, and sculpt and have guests for that and we have a contest that is sponsored by Matt Evangelista and Kaiju modeler other folks, um, to, uh, have people bring their kids to the show. And this is a perfect time to say, please, we want to see your creative work, bring your kits to the show and, and, uh, have them on display for the weekend. Um, and, uh, give people a chance to win prizes, but more than that, give people a chance to share what they do with other people who do the same thing and, and let their monsters come out of the, come out of the darkness and into the light. So other people can appreciate them. <laughs>
2: Yes, bring those monsters into the light.
9: That's the whole point, you know? You can't. It, it's fun to have a house full of monsters, but it's even more fun when you share them with your friends.
2: Aw, that's sweet. Uh, I have a question about the model kit room. Because yeah. I come to G-Fest every year, and I don't know the answer to this. What is the best time for someone to come to the model kit room oh, to see everything?
9: Question. Yeah, that's a good question. Because we take models in for judging... On Sat, on Friday and on Saturday and we uh, usually I would say most of the models are on the table by noon Saturday because the judging happens on Saturday night when everybody else is having fun. We're arguing and fighting each other in the model room about which, you know, what the placements are for the the contest. So uh, it gets ugly sometimes. So um, anyways, the best time to come down would probably be um, sometime after lunch to uh, late afternoon. Uh, I think we close about five o'clock so we can start judging. Um, Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the best. People come in on Friday and there's hardly anything on the table sometimes. Because a lot of them do come in on Saturday. Although, I don't know if you've noticed, G-Fest is becoming a multiple-day thing. Like, it used to be I'd come in Thursday, there'd be a few people in the hallway. And it got, so I'd come in Wednesday, and there'd be a lot of people in the hallway. And (laughs) last year when I was there, and I I ran into the, and every year I'm terrified, like, the model guys haven't shown up. Because there's so many people who help out with model thread, bring paint and drop sheets and kits and all kinds of stuff that you know that i couldn't do if if they weren't there uh, john brindley and matt evangelista and john le and larry trivial and all these guys and it's like and i show up and they're there and it's always like that's great but when i said how long have you guys been there they go oh we've been here since monday so it's like it's like gfest just keeps expanding and i guess one thing to mention about that is we did try we talked about starting on thursday This year. And there are some things going on on Thursday, but the idea was because it's GFest 25 to really hit the ground running on Friday. So, and in a sense, try to make it more of a three day convention. Now, if it was a little later in the planning stations, you know, I would tell you how well that's gone in terms of, uh, you know, panels and things like that. But I know from my point of view, I'm trying to have things planned out so we go from Friday to Sunday.
2: I do love how it's spilling over because I think. Like my first year of uh coming back to G fest, I feel like Friday was like nothing like there was no programming until yeah. the the welcome and basically the dealer's room I think those yeah. used to be the only things that were happening on friday and last year was it Martin started the programming pretty
9: early on Friday yeah yeah no we've been we've been pushing that way for a while and and the idea was well, this is twenty five like nobody can believe this this is twenty five years. And it's like I've been going – I've been there for every year except the first year because probably people know the first year wasn't really an official convention year. It was a bunch of, a bunch of friends of G-Fan Magazine got together in a Howard Johnson's and, and sort of planned for the future and planned for this convention that would happen the, year. the next year where people you know would, could come to the convention. I was at the Worldcon in Winnipeg hoping I'd run into J.D. Lee's because I knew he lived near there. But anyways, that, you know, so that was the first one. But I've been to the other 24. Wait a minute, the, I, JD the J.D. Lee's? I was hoping, but <laughs> he was in Chicago. <laughs> that
2: guy. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, Clancy or Jeff had a question for you too, I think. Hey Stan, oh, sure.
1: um, I got Hi. a quick question for you. I don't know if you can answer this or not, but I know, like, I think it was 99 that G-Fest was in Los Angeles. 99 in... And-
9: 2000 I think the two years yeah
1: yeah has there ever been talk um since then of having g-fest in another city um
9: there there has been but it's not very it's the problem is at a certain point you get all this support on the ground in a city and a lot of those people are there and and the two years in hollywood uh, Los Angeles were running by wire were I, I want to be p- political about this
2: not the let's just say not the best years
9: <laughs> yeah you and I have yeah. talked about this we survived GFest 2000 you know <laughs> and it was like uh, it, it was just it would because of the remoteness and st- I mean I love it I'm on the west coast so it would be great you know to be there again so the, the short answer to that question is yes we and and everybody. I don't mean to sound like I'm demeaning somebody who worked. Everybody worked so hard on those conventions, but they were just there were some nightmarish things, and and uh, so I, I the, the the short answer is there's a lot of inertia that pushes us toward Chicago every year, and I guess you know if people. I think if people came up to JD and started proposing plans they might get somewhere but there is a lot of plus the hotel arrangements have to be made a few years in advance so we usually locked in okay so that's the short answer
2: yeah thanks yeah but i mean chief g- the best part about chicago is that it is actually a central location and as yeah. much as you know as much as i dislike having to, to fork over the the dollars for the plane ticket like I, g fest is so much fun if listeners out there have not been it's essentially three kind of three plus days of nothing but hanging out with people who like the same stuff you do. It's, it's like instant friend material for sure.
9: Yeah. I mean, we're obsessed and we're all probably on the spectrum a bit. but you know, it's so nice to be there with everybody who sometimes you only see once a year and it's like a family. It's become like a family, you know, um, kids have, who have gone there now have kids of their own that they're bringing back. And it's just, it's unbelievable in a way it's, it's one of the coolest things I've ever been involved with. So it's generational man. Yeah. It's generational. Okay. And that's another nice thing is Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla, transcends a lot of barriers, you know, and and generational barriers, but other ones as well. And it's really nice that we can all get together and celebrate something that is essentially positive, though there might be a lot of kaiju destruction in the world, you know, <laughs> in the, the fantasy world we live in. It's it, in general, there's a lot of positive stuff. I guess from my end, the one thing I want to say is like, you know, there's there's various people who are involved in running things all year long. And it's like Paul Gavins, who's in charge of costume show and 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 the movie making that goes on with the costumes and fans, you know, where they're actually making films and stuff. And uh, we've got the art show and, and artist alley and stuff like that. And there's so many people that are involved. You mentioned, Martin, you know, organizing panels in, in to make this a kind of an interactive experience. Uh, way down, way in the past, we decided that we wanted to do a show that was that was not just sort of like a, a, nothing negative about the dealers, but there are some shows now that are pretty much autograph shows and dealer shows, and there and there's not that much presented for people. and And the idea was we wanted to kind of have something where everybody could do things and get involved.
2: Yeah, I would say the programming of G Fest is just off the charts. Awesome, I mean, you have some really myself included you have some really <laughs> dedicated people who get up there and and uh really profess their passion for this stuff. It's awesome,
9: yeah, they know what they're they're talking about and they're enthusiastic and and you know it's like <laughs> I always remember. Uh, although a bunch of fans came in to do the wake up Megalon scene in the costume show the first time Shinji Higuchi was there. And he started laughing. He turns to me and goes, do you know this? Said, of course I know this. And, you know, <laughs> last year, too, when Godzilla was walking in, uh, Chris Bio's Fusion Godzilla, you know, he was up out of his seat and, and running and taking photographs. I mean, he's made a Godzilla movie, right? You know, he's taking photographs and coming back and shows me, you know, the, the costume photo on his, you know, it's, it's awesome. G Fest is incredible.
4: Hey, Stan. uh, This is Clancy. Um, Hi, Clancy. So this uh, question kind of builds off what you're already kind of talking about here. But uh, last year I was kind of talking with um, one of the bartenders. And a lot of the staff that work at that hotel have been there for a number of years and really actually very much look forward to G-Fest as well and kind of enjoy seeing everybody and remember people even. Um, And they were kind of telling me about years where you guys would have like them wearing t-shirts and or I don't know what exactly it was, but they were wearing things that were related to G-Fest and they had a lot of fun doing that. Um, So my question is kind of with you going for the last 24 years or doing this for so long, um, are there any things that you guys are planning on doing that you can announce that You've done in the past, but maybe haven't happened in a while. That you're planning on bringing back for this year's festivities, or are there?
9: You've just given me an excellent question (laughs) to ask at the next Skype. Nice.
4: (laughs) Well, I guess my and if there wasn't, I was going to say, is there anything that you remember from years past that you kind of miss doing that just hasn't seemed to have happened in the last few years, and you kind of wouldn't mind making happen, even if it's something that happens you know, organically through fans coming to the convention?
9: That's a really good question. I, and I'm, I'm, it's one of those ones. I'm going like, I don't know if I'm just old or what I'm, I'm going, oh, Whoa, what, what would that, <laughs> I mean, the one thing I can think of this is pretty trivial off the top of my head is we used to have that Kaiju call contest where people would come up and do Kaiju imitations. <laughs> I can remember August Rigone judging that at, at, um, at uh los angeles it was pretty pretty funny i remember
2: uh, that oh my god <laughs> yes <laughs> a big dark it, so it was basically the same room that they did the costume contest in yeah so these people yeah. would come up on the stage and then at the la uh, the burbank marriott right that's where this was yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had the big room that was i mean it was huge i mean it was uh, bigger than the dealer's room i think right. at the time and yeah they would come up on stage and it was so loud this kid would be like I'm here to do Mothra and then the loudest shriek you could ever like think you could never think it would come out of that small well
9: like this is what I can never get over is like they'd be doing whatever you know angerous or King Ghidorah and and like they'd be nailing it and and I'm just like I don't practice those things you know like I don't sit around the house trying to make monster calls but I I think it's and I'm not I think it's really cool that some people have done that, but, but it's just nothing that occurs to me. I, you know, I'm the worst in terms of, you know, they have like G party at G fest where they you know, there's questions about the movies and I look at the questions or the quiz sheet that they give out. And it's like, I have no idea about the answers that are there. You know, like, it's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, um, I don't know. I know I know I can usually tell you correctly what year the movie was from. I can tell you some of the actors. I can certainly tell you the plot. I probably have some <laughs> trivia about the suits. But, you know, I do not, you know, I don't quote lines. Usually. You
2: don't have any yeah. desire to be that champion of G-Party. <laughs> well,
9: I just couldn't. I know I could never be. You know, the studying that would take would be, you know, it's like, uh, give up now. So <laughs> So that's not my, that's not my area of expertise, you know, so.
2: So Stan, in addition to being part of G-Fest, you have a whole bunch of like clubs that you run, I guess you could say, like you do Facebook Monsterland, right? Which is a huge community of kaiju fans on Facebook, but you also do some stuff like in the flesh in, uh, in Vancouver, right? So you have some, you have some conventions that you work on and some groups that you lead, right?
9: Yeah. Well, we've, we've had a, 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 can I, can I make a quick plug about something else for G-Fest real quick? Oh, Go.
2: absolutely. Go back to the G-Fest. I'm Before always I G forget,
9: Fest. because we, on the guest sheet for, for G-Fest, I mean, we're really happy that we've got like uh, Takarada and uh, Mickey Sagusa, and Megumi Odaka and, and Murase, who is this, and I'm always the keenest when it's a technical guest in mm-hmm. this case, somebody who's built suits and especially classic show us suits. Uh, it's, I used to teach actors as a teacher, as a drama teacher. But you know, to me, because I build and paint stuff, I, it's the technical side that I'm most excited about. And we usually have a guest who is partly a special guest for the model room, and and he's not up there on the sh- on the site yet. So the plan is to have Gene Rosardi, who ha- is a. Probably most people who go to GFAN, you know, the mangled skyscraper award, which is the Empire State Building collapsing, presumably because of a kaiju attack. I do know that statue. That's that's done. That was sculpted and is done every year by Gene. And and Gene is he started out as a prop maker on Battle Beyond the Stars in Escape from New York. And uh, his I mean, I, I was looking over his resume, he, but he's done everything, you know, and and uh, he worked with James Cameron on *Strange Days*, and and I guess escaped from New York too. And as and f- for that reason, was model crew chief on *The Titanic* on *Titanic* when they made it. And you know. Team America, World Police. I was over visiting him once and he had like Paris, the miniatures for Paris sitting on his fireplace mantle, Alien Resurrection and Galaxy Quest and Army of Darkness and the Blob and Island of Dr. Moreau. And I'll stop there. It just goes on and on the resume.
2: Quite the pedigree. Um,
9: um, and he is so he's mostly a model guy, but important <laughs> a story I told you the other night. He he was the model shop supervisor on Godzilla in 1997. Yes, yeah, The Matthew Broderick one and and one of the funniest things he ever said to me was yeah you know in that scene where Godzilla comes out from underground I wish it was like the Toho Godzilla and he was shaking our Godzilla like a cat just shaking him to break his back and uh Gene's cool guy (laughs) so he's gonna be at G Fest too and we will interview him in the model room but he will also get a main room interview as well I'm setting that up with uh with, um, Martin. So, so I just wanted to plug that and say one more time, this is the time to start building stuff to, to share with people there. So please bring a model. Mm. Uh, we'd love to see creative work on the table. I should consider okay. it because yep.
2: I do actually
9: have a model kit yes. that I need to build. So you need to build it. You absolutely need to build it. And, uh, And we want to see your stuff there. Besides, you know, you don't want those things to sit around forever. John DeSantis last year brought one in, you know, and it had been two actually. And it had been years since he had something in there. So please.
2: Yeah, I uh, you'd be really proud of me, dude. This last year I cleaned off my workbench after um, many, many years of clutter.
9: (laughs) (laughs) I have many, many years of clutter to clean up as soon as I get through the next few months of, of Busy time, but <laughs> I, okay, I guess I could, do I have time to hop back to what you asked Absolutely,
2: man. For? Absolutely. we got plenty of time.
9: Okay. So uh, I live in Vancouver. I'm trying to set, uh, Kim Bean, who some people might know, started the, um, the, uh, the, the, the fan campaign to get Takarada in uh, the, Kim Oh, in
2: the 2014 Godzilla. Godzilla yeah.
9: Yeah. Um, he and Akira Takarada have this, uh, this, a uh, company now called Jap- Japan's Legends, which is on Facebook, which is they're trying to represent people to come over to conventions. And Takarada is helping out. These are people like Shiji Higuchi and uh, Megumi Odaka and Bin Freya and and uh, Teriyoshi Nakano, etc., etc. It's all up there actually on Facebook if you look at Japan's Legends. So anyways, I'm trying to get something set up. To, to try to get uh, Sinji Higuchi or Takarata up here. Um, more on that later. I don't know if that will be successful or not. I do a lot of conventions. I, I was just a convention guest for the local science fiction convention. As an, I've been an artist guest of honor. I've been a fan guest of honor. But I do a lot of how to build things at anime conventions and at at uh, science fiction conventions and and basically. <coughs> Quick jump back to a point that you guys made. If you've gone to a lot of conventions, the hotel staff at the current hotel are so good and so tolerant because if you go to a lot of conventions, you've probably been in the situation of being at a hotel where they don't know what the heck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they, you know, they don't know how to treat people and they think you're crazy just because you're in costume or something like that. And, 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 it, you know, the, the hotel staff the crown are so nice that uh, that's another reason we have talked about moving hotels and and done some serious legwork on it but we also are afraid to kind of pick up and and move away from a situation that's really nice anyways to to um to to, to just quickly so I, th- we have had since 1989 a, a model builder club here in town which is called monster tag team canada we have we, we have a, Ed Holland and I have a handshake agreement, uh, you know, because they do Monster Attack Team, the magazine that, that, yeah, since, since back in the 90s sometimes, it, you know, we'll, we, we won't be confused. We'll, we, we, both will use that. Well, we're stealing it from Super A anyways. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Monster Attack <laughs> Team moniker. And if you're on Facebook and you are a model builder, uh, we have a Facebook page that is called Monster Attack Team-International. And, and the reason it's called International is because it's the club page, but there were all kinds of people from all over the world that were on it. But every so often somebody goes, but I'm not Canadian. And it, it got old. <laughs> so, so please, if you're interested in building models, kaiju models, but any kind of figure models, science fiction models, we like to say, we build anything so long as it's not real. Um, uh, there's a Facebook page, Monster Attack Team International. And if you're in Vancouver, we meet at least once a month. So, you know, you're always welcome.
2: Um, I totally the, just posted a link to that in the chat
9: room for the listeners.
2: And we'll uh, include one in the in the show notes, too.
9: Thank you very much. I, okay, good. I, I was going to ask about that, but... Ah, oh, you're so much faster than I am. Uh, the, <laughs> the other one, so there's a, I, I'm assuming Facebook Monsterland will be there too. Of course, and, of course. And that's the kaiju, that, what we say there is it's g- mon- giant monsters bigger than Harry Husband Ymir. Um, you know, and it's, so it's but it's mostly Japanese monsters there, but it's any giant monsters. I run another one called monster fighters international headquarters this is the last one by the way I'm, I'm, I'm crazy enough to have three facebook admin jobs but uh monster fighters international headquarters and that's for any kind of monster and we do a thing there called monster of the week so generally there's a focus so this week it's frankenstein 1931 and you know a lot of times it's super obscure you know like Oh, God, I want to say The Mysterious <laughs> Island of Beautiful Women, but that was just what Spanguli played. We haven't actually done that one. But about that obscure, you know, we will do the psychotronic man sometime. So it, it's just like, uh, you know, it's it's for a week. We kind of look at one monster and what, what toys and what kits and what games and what stills and what background we know. And actually, um, the week before this one was uh, Destination Inner Space. And I was able to find out that the guy who did special effects for Destination Inner Space actually did an episode of To Tell the Truth where the monster came on to, to help stump the people on, on To Tell the Truth. Some people go, what the heck is that? It's a show <laughs> where people came, came on and pretended to be somebody and the panel had to guess who it was. So the monster from that movie is stumbling around with Peggy Cass and Orson Bean. Uh, we found a link and posted it. So it's trying to find obscure stuff every week for this monster so it's it's lots of fun and you know people are invited there too so like the idea is you know we're trying to relax and enjoy ourselves it's not like a flame war kind of you're stupid because you like this movie but we don't like this movie you know it's it's no more relaxed it's like people should be able to feel comfortable to say i love the matthew broderick godzilla (laughs)
5: <laughs> why? Why would you? No. <laughs> yeah,
9: you see. No. I, you know, but there are okay, there are look,
5: people. There are
2: people that legitimately love that movie. Look,
9: here's the background. Mm-hmm. I, I, forgive me for you know I don't know why I did this, but when when Phantom Menace came out on tape, I actually went out at midnight to pick up a copy of Phantom Menace. I don't don't even I what was wrong with me? I can't even watch that movie. Okay, but but <laughs> there was there was a kid. Waiting in line in front of me. I think there were only two of us. And 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 he said, you know, everybody said that people hate Jar Jar, but kids don't hate Jar Jar. I like Jar Jar. And we got into this talk about how the kid liked Jar Jar. And, and you know, to me, it's like, yeah, uh, I hate Jar Jar. <laughs> and I'm not going to go on about the things I hate in The Phantom Menace. But that doesn't mean that there's not somebody else who loves Jar Jar, particularly when they're younger, but it doesn't matter if they're younger or not. I think there should be, I think everybody should be safe to say, yeah, I like this. I like lots of things that are dumb, you know, and, and that's okay. You can love things that other people don't particularly like. So I like to think, you know, somebody once on one of the sites said, I I can't believe it. It's like you guys are fighting about who would win Superman or Godzilla in a battle. And it's like, okay, though, I don't have a lot of interest in topics like that. If I had a really hard day at work and I came home and I'm thinking, who would win, Superman or Godzilla in a battle? Superman beats them all. (laughs) Superman beats them all. I was waiting for that. (laughs) You know, that's that's a perfectly acceptable way to relax with your time. You know, I mean – Sure, you might want to go out and change the world instead, but, you know, after a long, hard day, why not consider that? So I'm just, you know, so the idea for the sites is to try to be laid back and people can ask questions that are, you know, some of us long time fans might think are a little obvious. And, and hopefully I won't say it doesn't happen that people don't dump on people sometimes. But, you know, hopefully one of the things I try to do is control the place so that, you know, people don't dump on people. If somebody likes that Godzilla, well, they like that Godzilla. I can think of reasons why you might. I'm not going to say
2: them. Did you guys know who uh, stands basically security forces on Facebook
9: Monsterland? It's Gamera. (laughs) I, I, I wish I had never started that. There hasn't been a lot of spamming for a long time. I think I've gotten better in terms of monitoring who gets into the site. Mm -hmm. But I, but I started out at one point that Gamera would fly in and destroy. And I had to write poetry or a little song every time somebody got thrown out and it was Gamera. (laughs) And, And after a while people were like, hoping for that and it gets to be kind of a pain to have to think of a poem to write from Gamera's point of view every time you kick somebody off <laughs>
2: I just love how it's like oh hey we've got somebody here trying to promote sunglasses where's Gamera <laughs> yeah. when you need him
9: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, so people would just write Gamera as a comment <laughs> on one of those you know? <laughs> yeah uh, it, it's weird. It hasn't happened for a long time. So I guess the robots decided they couldn't get past them or something. But Gamera was Gamera is so good. He gets to retire and recover from his uh, from his uh, heavy duties as a thing. So anyways, <laughs> anyways. Monster Team international. Monster Fighters International Headquarters is the one that's the Monster of the Week. And Facebook Monsterland. Sometimes people get confused and post to the wrong one because they've all got Monster in the title. And I have to go, wrong site. Uh, this is for the model guys. <laughs> but uh, that's my stupid fault. But anyways.
2: Well, uh, Stan, I'm, someone in the chat said that your are uh, – I'm just going to – because it's already scrolled past. But your level of fandom in your enthusiasm is infectious. And I have to agree. You're one of the people that I I love hanging out with. The super brief amount of time that we get to see each other during G-Fest and uh, when you come down here, it is definitely my turn to come up and uh, check you out what you're doing in Vancouver. Here, yes. For sure. Maybe I can get some of these guys to roll up with me. Yeah,
5: Vancouver's well, super yeah. fun.
2: Yeah, you guys, I, I, I don't know if you know this, but Stan and I have sort of been like making some motions in the background of trying to put together some sort of Pacific Northwest thing for kaiju
9: fans. Yeah. Oh, that'd
3: oh be cool. man, that'd be amazing.
9: Yeah, here's the deal. There's people in Seattle. There's people in Vancouver. There's people in Portland. There's a lot of people in the local area. It would be good just to get together. You know, I, I was saying to Kyle the other night, maybe Seattle he's someplace in the middle, but, but just, a, you know, it's like the Howard Johnson's convention if you need to be, you know, like, we well, will just get to the same Starbucks at the same time on the same day. And,
2: yeah, some you know. pizza place. Find some yeah. pizza place. Poor,
5: that poor killer or, burger.
9: So anybody
2: yeah, who's exactly. in Seattle, find, like, a really cool pizza place that's cool with a bunch of, like, Godzilla fans coming and watching the movie and eating pizza.
5: That'd be cool.
2: Right? That'd be fun.
9: Or be parasites at another convention where we so all go listen. to, like, Norwood's oh, Nor- yes. And we <laughs> go, the Godzilla room is 325. <laughs> yeah, <you know>?
3: yeah. <laughs> Right.
2: I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, well, Stan, thanks so much for joining us, man. Is there anything else we can ask you to plug on this emergency broadcast?
9: Oh, I think I've plugged everything. Uh, would love to hear from people out there, uh, you know, on the Facebook sites. And look for it. If you haven't, let's say one more time, if you, there is a G Gfest uh, Facebook page too with information I think the hotel has just sold out but I believe there's rooms in hotels nearby uh, the, all that information is up there and um, sometimes it's a case of not getting a, we need another block of rooms but I'm not sure about that at this point it does tend to go pretty quick seems but there's, like there's lots of there's always a battle for the rooms for sure yeah but uh, but think about coming out to G Fest if you've never come before because it's 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 really you know it's a really nice laid back I I, I want to say family sort of show you know and. Uh, we haven't got to the size where people, you know, where they have to have bodyguards or something like that. You know, most people, I mean, Takarada's back again. He's amazing. I was, there was a point where I was doing all this stuff and I was walking by and I thought, Oh, I could get him to sign this. And I walked in and it was like, clearly it was time for him. You know, they were trying to get him out, but he saw me turning around with my book and he goes, no, no, come on up here. You know? And, and so he's just a great guest and a fantastic person. Uh, who's been very great to uh, G Fest and and G Fan and stuff like that. And if you if you, you want to get a chance to meet him, if you can, so that's the plug
2: for sure. Well, I know I'll be there, and I'm hoping some of my co-hosts here are going to be at the Clancy, show as right? well.
5: You're going. Yep.
2: And then yeah. uh, I know a whole bunch of people in the chat room are excited about G Fest too. Cool. Cool, man. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us on the Emergency Broadcast, and we will talk to you super soon.
9: Okay. Kaiju Pacific Northwest. It's going to happen.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Bye now. And there you have it. Stan hide, everybody. Stand hide.
5: <laughs> Somebody was like, Stan Lee is really great on the chat room. It was really funny.
2: It's true, he is.
4: I Stan do like, Lee though, that great. somebody <laughs> also replied that Stan Hyde is greater than Stan Lee.
2: Ooh, word. After
3: that. <laughs> nice.
2: Uh, you know what, guys? I think it's probably time for us to do another trivia, right? I believe it is. Okay, yeah, I think so, so. Number two looks like it's Clancy Peterson. Do we know? Your, I know your question, right? I know your answer.
4: Does Rachel know it too?
2: That's the important thing.
3: Yes, I do need to know the answer.
2: So Clancy's question is going to be for box number two, prize pack number two. Uh, People in the chat room, please get ready. Be ready. Box number two includes the handbook for surviving a giant monster attack by Anthony Wendell, a Godzilla store postcard, a laminated mini poster of Godzilla versus Destroya, a Shin Godzilla lottery towel, a Godzilla vs. Destroya magnet, a B-side label sticker, a Mothra larva sticker, and four Kaiju sketches by Kaiju sketches. And, um, okay, so there's another (laughs) weird thing that I've added to some of these as well. We have... uh, I have a friend in Japan who has brought back some weird anime related stuff and I'm not super into anime but I thought this would be the best place to give away stuff so if anybody's ever heard of actually I'm just gonna ask have you heard of Hatsune Miku yeah yeah so she's like a vocaloid yeah so explain what a vocaloid is she is a
5: singer she's like an artificial entity that sings songs and that's all I really know about her. I mean, That's she's probably got to, good enough. She sounds like an auto-tune thing. I don't know. My yeah. kid likes her a lot.
2: Nice, nice. Well, uh, so my buddy gave me some uh, Hatsune Miku stuff, and so we've spread some of that out. The very first thing is a Hatsune Miku, uh, Miku cinch bag, uh, which you can take to all your favorite anime conventions, you know? Anyway, uh, the last thing is the, the blind capsule toy, the Netsky. So... All of those things are in prize pack number two, and Mr. Clancy Peterson, I turn the mic to you.
4: All right, here we go. In 1983, there were plans to make an American Godzilla film in 3D. Name the director on that project, who at the time had already done a 3D film.
2: All right, there you go, listeners. Why don't you read that again, too? Because I want to hear that again. In
4: 1983, there were plans to make an American Godzilla film in 3D. Name the director on that project who at the time had already done a 3D film. All right, Rachel,
2: does anybody have the correct answer Nobody
3: has the correct answer yet. Oh. Oh, boom. Robert Austin Nolan. You are the winner.
4: Nice. Somebody had said Fred Decker, and that was actually the writer on that project.
2: Oh wait, I see Levi. Oh, wait, you know what? Levi Elza. Oh said man, Steve it popped in first. the
3: exact same time as. Sorry, a bunch of them popped in. Man, I'm sorry. I always.
2: That's all up. good. That's all good. This is a free program know, for these people exactly. to listen to. So <laughs>
3: Levi Elza, your your server's faster than Roberts. <laughs> oh yeah, they were like they right, on top, right of each other. on top of each other. Hey, in the congratulations,
2: same time. Levi. You and I, I know, are already connected on Facebook. So please do send me a message, and we will make sure to get prize pack number two sent out to you, you I'm, I'm really hoping this year that the prize pack situation is uh a little more expedient for me to get it out the door <laughs> than, <laughs> than it has been in past years.
1: you should give the answer clancy
2: uh, uh that, that would monitor.
4: be a good idea it's actually steve minor and the uh film that he had already done prior to that would have been friday the 13th part 3 in 3d 3d i recommend anyone watching that Because I love Friday the 13th films, but then you should also listen to Weird Al Yankovic's In 3D album, which has the uh, nature trail to to hell in 3D.
2: That is absolutely right. You definitely should do that.
4: And uh, also on that project would have been, um, so it was Fred Decker, uh, Steve Miner, director, and then um, he was down at Monsterpalooza last year, and we talked to him. Oh, um,
2: um, the thanks <laughs> <laughs> thanks for passing that on to me because now i'm trying to remember who it is i totally why am i drawing name. a blank on that name jeff what's wrong with us we all we all saw him together he said hi on the podcast right uh, stout. stout william stout William Stout. Oh, yes. i apologize william, for that delay william on that
4: stout. um and actually the project that wound up happening shortly after this when unfortunately godzilla 3d did not happen would have been house which was directed by steve minor fred decker was on that project and Stout also um, did some art for that, but not not as much as he was doing for Godzilla 3D. Nerd. definitely.
2: Awesome. (laughs) Uh, So that is, uh, we've got our winner for prize pack number two. Clancy, you know what that means. What is your top five? Uh, Yes, yes, yes. What is the categorization for your top five?
4: All right. Well, staying with the theme from asking a question that was related to a director of horror films, I went ahead and put together a list of five things from kaiju films that could have been straight out of a horror movie. Ooh. Ooh.
3: <laughs> okay. Whoa, that's very better specific. than hearing your five that's baby kaiju. That's way better than spoopy. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs>
2: okay, do me a favor. Say that again for for the
4: listeners out there. So yeah, this this is going to be five things from kaiju films that could be straight out of a horror film. Um. I'm going to go ahead and start with the least fun one, but it was definitely needed to be included in the list, which is bad things happening to animals like the cat in Hedorah or the dog in GMK, which thankfully nothing bad happens to that dog. They both seem to survive. Yeah, exactly. But there is nothing worse when it comes to horror films. That's like the for so many fans that will watch humans getting Mm -hmm. chopped up animals are like i've heard people say i will not watch that film because they cross that line i don't know if it's this thing with it's an animal so you don't know you know it's different when an actor is giving consent to like i'm gonna go ahead and put myself in the situation in a film but as soon as you see those animals on screen your body reacts like this feels too real um so though that is one um okay another one i grabbed was any scene with the kaiju that have giant mouths that can either look like they can, you know, engulf an entire Kaiju or literally do like Orga. Exactly. My two examples for this would be Biolante with those final, you know, the form with all the teeth Mm
0: -hmm. or
4: that scene with Orga, basically just pulling Godzilla in um, right up there with just instantly think of just some, nasty horror film and some of idea our yeah, for a second yeah definitely
2: okay so at wonder festival which just happened a couple of weeks yeah. ago did you see that model that kit? is
4: probably how that idea got into my head because i that was awesome so for the listeners
2: wonder festival is a crazy cool model kit show that happens in japan a couple times a year and someone i can't remember who but created a model kit of Orga eating Godzilla. Mm-hmm. So he's got like the spines coming out of his back. His mouth is super huge. Ugh, it looks so, so cool. So cool.
4: Yeah. Not, actually, I think the only reason I saw that is because Stan Hyde shared it on his <laughs> uh, model group. Um, all right. So let's see here. All right. The next one I have is the intro um, boat scene in The Return of Godzilla or Godzilla 1985 when... The uh, guy goes on to the, you know, the empty, the em- yeah, empty the empty boat. boat,
2: yeah, that he goes on, yeah. and
4: kind of discovers there's, of course, the uh, creatures that are coming off Godzilla, and then the guy is all almost turning green from, um,
2: yeah, for like they, I figured they got drained by the yeah. by the sea louse, yeah, mm. that Shulchikas. scene,
4: and I rewatched I rewatched all these scenes this morning um, after coming up with these last last week, but. That scene could easily fit into an Italian horror film, Mm. either like an outbreak zombie film or maybe even um, one of those awesome Italian alien knockoff films like Contamination. Okay, but you just if 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 I if Godzilla wasn't even in the film, I could totally watch a film in line with the vibe of just that one scene.
2: I think when I first saw that, it actually scared me. I wouldn't, it
4: wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was still, it's, it's got a pretty dark vibe. Um,
2: it helps that uh, Regiro Karuku's score is also super exactly, dark exactly, and, and, and exactly. ominous and atmospheric.
4: Okay. Another one that I, I cite this one often and it's one of the reasons I love the film so much would be 1956 uh, was the release of a film called Rodan and the mega new in that film, it's a mix of the fact that they are, have one of the creepiest noises that they, that come out of their, what, you know, mandibles or whatever. <laughs> um, there's something about giant monsters that while you're probably going to die, you still feel like when you're watching a film that there's some escape. Whereas the mega are the same size as the creep, the people in the film, mm-hmm. they, and for a 1965 1950s film. They're coming out. They're pretty bloody, uh, grabbing people, tearing them to bits. Especially, especially if
2: you hear the dub too. Yeah, he was hacked to pieces. <laughs> I loved it.
4: Yeah. Um, and then mix that with the location of the mines. I'm, I get claustrophobic easily, mm. and the idea of going down somewhere where there isn't an immediate escape, or you have the earth above you that whole atmosphere that's built in that film. Creepy.
2: Fantastic. Okay.
4: And then number one, which was developed straight off of the idea of baby Kaiju. And I uh. hope, I don't, I hope this isn't one of your favorites and I'm about to get smacked.
6: Uh-oh.
4: <laughs> Slimy baby <laughs> <laughs> Minya from son of Godzilla.
6: <laughs>
4: if oh that thing God. crawled out of the dog kennels, MacReady would have turned the flamethrower on it instantly. Yeah,
6: he would have.
2: Oh, dude, oh that was gosh. a great list. Thank you very <laughs> yes, much. That was
5: awesome. That nice. was
2: fantastic. Oh, Right on. Well, you know, our, our little show here is booking along at a pretty great pace. I think this is actually a good time for us to take a break. And then when we come back, I will play our interview with Xander Cannon. Uh, but, you know, the thing that I wanted to do... You know, our good friend Keith Foster of Kadoja, right? Yes. So Keith, he does uh, a lot of music, right? So Kadoja, he writes for Kadoja, but he also records music. And he's been working on a piece uh, called Mechagodzilla recently. It is a rap. So I thought, well, he asked, actually, if, if we'd be interested in playing it. And, of course, my answer was, hell yes. So let's take a little bit of a break play a little song for the listeners and we'll come back and uh, I will talk to Xander.
6: Iron
0: Man, Diane Man, full of wrath, tight and verbal math, lightning from the Rom Firebrand, metal plated gigant lion man, Leopard on the Spider Man, ninth diagram strikes like a giant man, moves electrify from diaphragm to mic diaphragm, half man, half adamantium, use the staff of Tannis in the sand of Byzantium, electron alien shooter, the anti Buddha, picks by June full Buddha, power up, then stomp like a Jaeger, Womp with the freighter, then romp through the freighter, like the Guardian mech of Okinawa. Design bombs like Shinichi Ishikawa. Punks cower lose hope when uranium. Isotopes detonate the states' and uranium. Check the third eye. Bad guy flock through the sky. Decapitate electric grains, fry. Therefore, now blood on the floor. Mecha gods, are start the fourth floor war. Like a Godzilla, run in terror from the death ray killer, I bring a new era full of pain and fire, cities in rubble as the flames go higher, move to another, circuitry gleaming, computerized scheming, nanotube strike just to keep the weight light skyscraper come to life, sliced with the knife while the power grids spike, wrath of the zillions panicking civilians, millions running from the metal reptilian. Progenitor like E.J. Super Bow to the power of a metal messiah Victory roar, shakes the earth to the core Mecha Godzilla, start the fourth world war a sharp mega sword slice through megazord track a city block when the guillotine drop fury don't stop from the breach when the rhymes increase and you worship what the kaiju preach cat five speech megalon song crushes mega new lines with the Mesa tank gone you know how the battle goes, battle flows, devastate rattle foes, laser beams slice through day, light hits blades and sprays, the sword slays and displays, as soiree the dust settles, in a void of force and sharp metal, never more, destruction tour, Mecca Godzilla start the fourth world war.
2: All right, so that was uh, my buddy Keith, our buddy Keith, I should say, and his Mechagodzilla song. I'm not sure what that is going on, but I think it's going to be an individual release. Uh, I'm sure Keith will be back on at some point to talk about that stuff. You guys love Keith and Keith Foster's Kadoja stuff? Oh, yeah, Oh, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. Do it now.
3: <laughs> oh, now, now my mic's on. Now your mic's Keith, on. Yay. yay! Keith is awesome. <laughs> can't wait to hopefully see him at monster palooza this
2: year yeah for sure he'll be at monster palooza or at least we'll see him at the uh, lister party for sure word and i'm sure he'll go to monster palooza proper but then he'll also be up for rose city comic-con too oh
3: nice yes always yeah
2: always a good time uh okay so actually that was a comic convention segue time the next person uh, I'm going to be talking to is Xander Cannon. Now, the problem here is that I like to do. I am live very guests. very happy to oh, no, have no, no, Xander no. Cannon. Yeah, this is me talking Max, about Rex. Right which that was good enough, right? That was good enough. for Woo, the done. Camera. Everybody's all good. Breaks over. <laughs> so anyway, Xander Cannon was originally supposed to be on the live broadcast where we could all talk with him, but unfortunately, he had a scheduling issue come up and um, family scheduling issue. So I was like, of course, family comes first. Uh, Thank you so much, of course, for being willing to do this. And what we ended up doing was we got together yesterday morning and recorded an interview about his comic series. Who here is familiar with his comic series? It's called Kaiju Max. I'm assuming some people in the chat room have checked this out as well. Uh, Essentially, the story is that we live in a world of monsters and those monsters are kind of – it's, like, illegal to be a monster, so they put them on this, like, essentially what is Monster Island, but it's a prison called Kaiju Max. And it is definitely dark and definitely uh, like more like, you know, Orange is the New Black or Oz as opposed to what the artwork sometimes makes you think it's going to be. Like, like uh, Lady Kyle is holding the Electric war plush right now.
5: It's really cute. And it is.
2: It's super cute. With a shiv. But he's got a shiv, <laughs> you know, because he needs a shiv because he's in prison. Anyway, I just wanted to give that little intro. Xander was super cool to, to chat with me earlier in, uh, in the weekend. And so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to play that interview with Mr. Xander Cannon. I am very, very happy to have Xander Cannon, the creator of Kaiju Max, which I'm just going to go ahead and say it's a hit comic series. From Oni Press, and this is basically a comic series dealing with giant monsters in a prison. Xander, welcome back to the Kaiju Cast, man! I'm very happy to have you here on the opposite side of where we were last time we talked on the show, which was right when the first issue was coming out, and now you're here at the end of season three, your third season, and you've got another one coming up too, right?
10: Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Kyle, for having me. It's uh, you know, season four will start you know, this year, um, I'm sort of scrambling to start, uh, start that up. So, uh, and rereading all the issues so that I don't do any continuity errors. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want those continuity errors,
2: but uh, your, your comic is sort of, you know, when we first talked about this, I did not, well, obviously I did not know what to expect at all. Uh, I read that first issue and I thought, Oh, what a great idea. You know, giant monsters mixed with your sort of prison TV show, but you took this comic into some really dark places. This uh, And I love the the warnings on the backs of the comics. <laughs> yeah. Let's gonna grab one here. Let's see. Actually, are they on season two? Let's see. Season three. Oh, season yeah, the, three or is or where they started. are. Yeah. So on the backs of the comics, you warn people, not for kids, filled with gore and violence. And Kaiju, what was it made up? Kaiju swears.
10: Yeah. <laughs> it's <Right. Yeah. laughs> awesome. Yeah um yeah kaiju drugs uh oh, kaiju anyway, drugs yeah, yes I, I did wanted to sort of. i mean and because i did want to say like well it is for mature readers for sure blood and guts especially but like it's also like really weird and over the top instead of like i don't know i didn't want to sort of communicate that it's like this is deadly serious stuff <laughs> right know, like, yes, yes. Just, it's like it's weird it's weird and sort of grand guignol if you know that term like of like sort of the over, over the top blood and guts and horror but not yeah not yeah it's
2: no. more it's more character character uh conflict is where you mm-hmm. you see the horror i mean the blood and guts is is its own thing obviously but i mean when when you have to see what's going on in each of these monsters lives it's it's not a <laughs> right. bright happy place, and I, I know they're monsters, obviously. So we're not talking about things that are generally going to be too uh, too. <laughs> aside from the okay. Mina character, we're not talking about uh, too light and fluffy stuff. We're talking about these guys have crushed people, and I love how you you talk about that, or you don't talk about it necessarily, but you infer. That along with the city destruction comes the uh, the civilian casualties, comes the damage, and you're not into world building, but this world that you have built is pretty awesomely connected. Like you're you're finding ways to connect all these different subgenres within the tokusatsu, you know, field of of movies and TV. I just love it, Everything you're doing here.
10: Well, oh. And well, thank you. And I think, I think it's interesting about world building too, because it's like, I kind of, I do kind of have this sort of pose like, oh, well, I don't, I don't like world building. But I mean, the truth is I love, I love world building. I mean, but the, but I don't love when I ha- everybody has to come along with me on the ride, you know, like mm-hmm. in order to understand this issue, you have to have read every last little thing and you have to understand all the sort of systems that I have in place. And it's like, you, you don't, I want to have it be pretty easy to understand, but like, but that I'm going to be internally consistent and, you know, like with the money system that they use and the, you know, the continuity of this character or that character. Um, you know, I think that, I think it's really important on, you know, on sort of like the, the reader facing side that you sort of say like, well, I'm going to leave a lot of gaps in, in terms of like the, the, uh, the continuity and the, and the logic of it so that, so that I don't have to fill in things like I don't have to fill in like logic details and make them not funny. You know, Mm -hmm. like I'll leave a gap so that it's like, well, if I think of a funny way to explain this later, that's what it'll be instead of having to kind of like list out all the things that, you know, maybe would be boring and not very funny for for readers. Well, I definitely think you
2: keep it interesting for your readers for sure. Uh, Let's go over some of the some of the factions that you have in that prison. So you obviously have the kaiju uh and then there are the cryptids and then the mecha as well. And then you also have the basically the wardens who are like kind of like Ultraman characters. This so for the listeners that have not read Kaiju Max, you should know like we just said that this is uh this is not for kids in terms of the content. You know, we're going to talk about all these awesome tokusatsu references, but just be aware <laughs> like it's not <laughs> just super light and fluffy like I was saying. But, uh, you know, this. I read this one issue just a few minutes ago where a 40-year-old crime is solved and the Ultraman character has to basically go back to what is essentially M78 to deliver <laughs> some news. Every single page is speckled with tokusatsu references. And some of them are very deep cuts, even. I'm just kind of like, do you have any favorites that you've
10: mentioned, at least maybe in the last season? Oh, I mean, it. I liked that. Well, I liked in that scene that you were talking about. There was a guy doing the equivalent of walking a dog, uh, but like he was walking like a floating. It looked like a little floating sort of capsule, but it was meant to be literally the like the capsule from that Ultra Seven uses to sort of unleash. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His uh, his capsule monsters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, that I don't know. It was really stupid. It was just this little floating canister that has a little monster in it that he's walking like a dog. I I thought that that was really funny to me. when I was drawing <laughs> that panel, but um, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, there's a compulsion to sort of like fill every little detail. I think from reading Grew the Wanderer growing up, it's like oh, I've got a like a sort of a corner that's looking a little bare. I better put in a joke or something. That's awesome. And, uh, and and if ever there was something that provided a thousand things like that, it's the tokusatsu genre. I mean, you know, I don't even, and there's all these corners of it that I don't have really much knowledge of. Like, I feel like people will post about Kamen Rider and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I know the basics, but, you know, I'm like way behind. And so I I try to sort of like study study up on it, you know, watch that stuff as much as I can. Speaking of watching
2: stuff in the back of every issue you guys have in the letters column, you and uh, your son have been watching these kaiju films. <laughs> I, I mean, I saw yeah. just in season two. Right. I was just sort of flipping through the backs. I saw Pogasari. I saw uh, the crazy Ultraman movie, uh, Mega Monster Battle. I saw that you guys uh, watched Gappa. Uh, what have been <laughs> some of your favorites or and actually what have some of your son's favorites been, too?
10: Well, you know, he always loved uh All Monsters Attack, which I, you know, which of course is like the 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 nadir for some people of of Godzilla movies, which I think is fantastic, but uh um yeah, and I mean, I think that I I mean, I think that we have this sort of like fondness for sort of that mid-60s aesthetic of like This is unabashedly for children. You know, it is, it's, it's silly. It doesn't make any sense. It's completely internally inconsistent and like, um, but, uh, but like, but the monsters are always really bright and colorful and and funny and weird. And, um, I don't know. We were just watching an episode of Ultra 7 the other day of, uh, you know, where some alien turns and, you know, hypnotizes all the children on the planet to have have (laughs) these guns that... I don't know if you ever saw that one. It's, I I'm a little behind on Ultra Seven, it, but yeah,
2: I mean, Ultra Seven's filled with I mean, that's the story I feel is like Ultra Seven is alien versus humans, and then it's time for the big giant formula
10: monster. Right. right. And yeah, but the, but he was he was human sized the whole episode, which I always think is baffling. Where it's like, well, that's so weird that he's you know he can be three sizes. You know, he can be <laughs> he can be the size of a white blood cell or whatever in that one episode, and he can be giant, and he can be regular sized. I don't know. He's really really, mastered his size differential. Yeah. It's like the easiest size to film in. That's what he can be. (laughs)
2: True. (laughs) So you guys were watching an Ultra 7 episode recently. How far into the tokusatsu rabbit hole have you guys gone down?
10: Well, he's yeah, he's got I mean, when he was little, you know, he would just I just put something on and he'd watch it and he'd think it was great. But um, you know, now he's now he's has his own his own things that he loves he loves one piece and he loves uh uh naruto and uh, uh dragon ball z and stuff like that and so so he's kind of he has kind of moved on to uh to other uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> japanese uh anime and comics and he's stuff,
2: expanded but. his parameters i see I yeah see. you can't keep yeah, him in kaiju so-
10: forever. kaiju and so a lot of times I'm I'm watching yeah I'm just watching these uh, these movies uh, it's like I'm usually rewatching them just like going like I forgot how this movie goes or I forgot the specifics of how this movie goes I gotta quickly zip through it but um but yeah I I mean always always those those like 60s and 70s ones you know they're even they're 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 too early for me like to have experienced as a kid I mean I watched reruns and stuff but uh, um but yeah like the stuff that I always really remember was like sort of the 80s and 90s stuff, but, but that doesn't really hold the same charm for me. There's a little bit too much logic in it, except for Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, which is still one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I know that movie gets a lot of guff from the uh, – oh, from. I mean, even I like from me know. too, but I do – I have a very strong love. I've got Space Godzilla tattooed on the inside of my arm, so I can't You're, hate him too much.
10: Oh, yeah. I I have a Space Godzilla toy right on top of my computer at the studio, and it's like, I love the laziness in just conceptualizing it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what we need? (laughs) We need a Space Godzilla. What should we name him? (laughs) It's a Godzilla from space. (laughs) Space. Yeah, we better come up with a really good name. Let's see. What do we got? It's 430 on a Friday. You know what? Let's call him Space Godzilla and get out of here. Give him some
2: crystals on his shoulders and call it a weekend.
10: (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) So you mentioned uh, Godzilla toy and I have been staring at the ElectroGore plush um, for the past 24 hours pretty much. And I am wondering, did you ever have any other plans or were there any other top runners for another
10: piece of physical merchandise from the Kaiju Max series? Oh, yeah. I mean, we there's always like, you know. There's always stuff that's getting kind of floated, like, oh, it'd be really cool to have, like, to have. I mean, my absolute end goal is, is like, rub, you know, classic rubber monsters, six inches tall or whatever. Yeah. Um, especially if they have little, you know, they have little, like, shanks or, or, like, drugs that they can carry with them. That would be great. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's really, it's really always like, because it all falls to me. And so I'm always a little bit, busy, because, you know, because it's like, well, I got to draw the, I got to draw the comic. And uh, and so I, you know, I'm always kind of a, a little bit waiting for there to be like a surge in like, oh, you know what? We could absolutely sell this thing, you know, and so, you know, we got to do it. But sometimes sometimes for me, it's like it's hard for me to sit down and conceptualize what what we're going to do because I'm because I'm, you know, kind of flat out on the on the comic all the time.
2: Oh, yeah. Hey, actually, speaking of that, like when we first talked, I don't think I realized how much of the comic you were doing all by yourself, like when you were on for that first issue. So (laughs) realizing maybe about halfway through the run that this is all like not. I mean, sure, you have people helping you out, but like this is Xander's writing. This is his art and this is his composition, basically, really, really impressed me. And. You know, I said this to you when I when I saw you finally at Emerald City Comic Con. I have been so impressed just with the comic and with the response. Like, this is never something that I thought would take off as much as it has. And like, seeing so much praise come from sites that I see all the time that I never even really think about. It's like, all of a sudden, like, oh, Comic Book Resource is saying... Kaiju Max is the runaway hit of the year or something like that. And then Bleeding Cool has an interview with you. It just seeing you continually pop up in like my social strata has been really great. And it makes me really happy that Kaiju Max is doing
10: so well. Oh, yeah. It's really gratifying, too, because it's, you know, it's sort of a I mean, it was a risky I mean, everything in comics is a risky proposition because, you know, the the margins are so, you know, thin and so yeah it's been really gratifying that it's like well i just kind of said well i'm going to do whatever i'm going to do the thing that i wanted to do you know it's the the classic thing everybody just says well i just got tired of doing what other people wanted me to do so i did what i was going to do and and what do you know it paid off it doesn't always pay off of course but like uh yeah it's been really i mean it's been really gratifying because it's it's a hard book to pitch i mean it in a one sense, it's very easy because it's because it's sort of like that x plus y that and it's over the top, you know, which I think is an easy sell kind of in the 2000s, 2010s, where you know things are crazy and over the top like Axe cop or whatever. <laughs> right. But, but then, but then you know, it, it's but then that sort of when people read a couple of issues in, they're like, oh, this is weirdly melancholy and and like. You know, gruesome and like heartrending or whatever, and it's like that's a that's a tough sell, and i'm really it's really gratified that the people it's found its audience to some degree,
2: oh absolutely actually, and speaking of that audience, Clancy, one of the co-hosts, wanted me to ask you if you'd found the audience to be mostly fans of the genre or if they're just people who have discovered the comic based off of word of
10: mouth. I, you know, I think it's, I think it's probably genre first, but then there was, then, the, and then I'll, but then I'll run into people who are like, who are just, you know, they're big into indie comics, you know, and so they, and so it's like, oh, I kind of hear it bandied around as a, as a, as a good indie comic and they'll, and they'll buy that. So it, it's kind of, it's kind of half and half. And I mean, you know, there, I have a, I have a very a few stragglers of like fans just of my work <laughs> you know just yeah. like well that's always gratifying because they're like well i started reading your stuff in the early 90s so here i am which is you know that's really fantastic yeah the old stalwarts and did, we're, hanging in there guys yeah, yeah
2: keep hanging in there <laughs> stick with me guys uh do you have any other uh like audience uh, like people that come over that are like fans of oz or something like that they've Picked up the comic based off of the the actual prison aspect of it.
10: I mean, not anything specific. I mean, people will say like, you know, oh well, that it's one of the things that I like, or I like crime shows, or stuff like that. But I mean, I think that I think that you know, Kage is a pretty deep dive into the comic store. Like, it's not the thing that's necessarily going to get you to go to the comic store. But if you're already buying a bunch of comics, like, it's it's in there, and I think that it can a- appeal to you if you're looking for certain certain things. So, um, I mean, I've actually, in, you know, wanted to sort of, I've been intending to sort of like go and, and at least sort of make a more of a pitch to it from purely genre points of view, especially the kaiju stuff, you know, show, show it to people who, you know, who maybe don't normally read comics, but watch a ton of kaiju movies. Right. Um, you know, that, that I think it, it would be a very sort of, uh, fruitful thing. But, uh, but G-Fest is always the same weekend as San Diego Comic-Con. So <laughs> that's that right. drives me up the wall.
2: Yeah. That's why I never, well, that's one of the reasons I never go to San Diego Comic-Con. I think the yeah, one year that it, one of the years that it was not on the same weekend, I did go to both conventions that same year. That was, that's a busy month. That was crazy. Yes. Oh, the busy summer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what conventions are you appearing at this year?
10: Well, let's see. I'm going to, um, I go to San Diego every year. I, uh. I, I, didn't really do anything for the first half of the year, uh, just cause I'm, I've been really, I've been really busy, but I'm, I'm hoping to start to go to a few, a few more in the fall, maybe New York, uh, maybe Rose city. Yeah, and, um,
2: totally. You should come to Rose city, man. We have a, yeah. we have a listener party every year. It'd be awesome to have you come out and eat some oh, burgers and be, drink some that'd beer. That'd be Fantastic.
10: Well, I've never set foot in Oni, so I really should probably do that one of these days, you know.
2: (laughs) I I have to say, it's a nice office. I just walked into the office yesterday for the first time. New, yeah, it was cool. They've got a whole bunch of like Oni artwork right as you walk in the door, and I'm a huge Japanophile as well, too.
10: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, (laughs) very cool. I'm gonna do a big. I'm doing a big uh, kaiju, uh, an Oni as a kaiju. Ooh, yeah, that's nice. Parents, anything.
2: That's cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we're going to wrap this up, but I have one nerdy kaiju question to ask you. If Toho or Subaraya said, you can pick one of our monsters and actually have <laughs> this monster in Kaiju Max, don't worry about the license, don't worry about any of that stuff. You can change anything you want with the story, but this is the monster.
10: Who would you pick? Oh, man. Part of me... Thinks that it would be uh, Pigman, uh, <laughs> or or his Ultra Cube version, the the Garamon. Oh, like, perfect! Like, actually be giant. Um, and he would and he would do the thing where he says, "Coffee, coffee, coffee." That's on that gift that's, that keeps getting passed around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so
2: listeners, uh, if you have not started picking up Kaiju Max, it is on. It just finished its third season. So there are uh, it's uh six issues each. So there's a grand total of 18 issues out there for you. Uh Xander Cannon, thank you so much for not only joining us on the Kaiju cast uh, for our emergency broadcast and and reworking a little bit of your schedule, because uh, I appreciate this this time as well. And then oh, uh thank you for for getting Oni to provide these awesome prizes that we're going to put in the prize packs and oh, yeah. keep making the awesome stuff that you're making. Kaiju cast. Uh, kaiju max and kaiju cast they're like too similar keep making the awesome comics that you make uh i mean kaiju max is a blast and it's dark and it's fun and it's funny and uh oh no i do have one last question for you before you go have you made any actual music that exists in audio form (laughs) or do you literally just write
10: everything down on the page I just I just write everything down on the page as sort of like rhyming couplets and and stealing little beats from Hamilton, <laughs> <You know>? but <laughs> but, uh, but my my friend and I are working on a uh, like a, a Kaiju Max theme song because the um the the hardcover there's going to be a hardcover coming out later this year that's going to collect uh issues seasons one and two uh the hardcover has a, a cover has a cover that's like a poster. And uh, in the '60s, they used to put the the music of the theme song around the outside, yes. like in a yes, you know the, the, the bar music. The yes, totally. Clefs. So we're gonna we're gonna come up with that and put that around the the top, and maybe do a, a little recording. So, uh. see, listeners,
2: that is the deep cut that I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Xander, thanks again for joining us on the emergency broadcast. Uh, I Thanks will make sure to continue plugging the awesomeness of Kaiju Max. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, there you go, Kaiju Max creator Zender Cannon, part of the pre-recorded emergency <laughs> broadcast. If you guys aren't familiar with Kaiju Max here in the studio, I can totally let you borrow some of the comics because I've got, I've got everything pretty much. So, uh, and actually, this is now time we're going to tie this into our next giveaway. So. Rachel, actually, I had Jeff down there, but just you know, because Xander said Pigmon is no, the is right. the one that he would bring in from from Toho or Subariah, I thought mm-hmm. maybe maybe we should just play off that and have Rachel be our next trivia asker.
3: Okay, <laughs> all right. So uh,
2: hopefully everybody's ready in the chat room for the next question.
3: So I. Uh, I didn't write mine down.
2: Oh, you didn't write it down, but I know it. But you know it, so you'll be <laughs> able to ask it, and you know the answer. <laughs> and I know the answer. Everybody's so like, "Pikmon,"
3: right. <laughs> right? Right. Uh, but well, uh, let me
2: uh, let me tell people what's okay. in.
3: Oh yes, tell them about the prize pack.
2: So we're talking about prize pack number three. Prize pack number three, of course, includes the handbook for surviving a giant monster attack by Anthony Wendell. It includes a Godzilla store postcard. It includes a laminated mini poster for Godzilla versus Space Godzilla a Sega Earth Godzilla figure. Oh, oh yeah, so this is like basically uh each one of these comes with sort of like a bigger prize in them than the rest of the stuff. And so Sega released a Godzilla anime figure, Earth Godzilla, and so that's in this box. Thanks to my buddy Jamie in Japan for hooking me up with that. Also, now I lost my place. Uh there is a chibi Ghidra keychain, a Godzilla versus Space godzilla magnet and a godzilla eye sticker the godzilla store had really cool stickers so i just bought a whole bunch of them uh a b-side label sticker a shin godzilla lottery towel four kaiju sketches from kaiju sketches a hatsune miku towel so (laughs) you know at, who can't use a towel? You know, You're supposed to keep a, a lot towel. towel, towel, towel all the
3: lovers <coughs> in the chat room. So good. I good. think yeah. Earlier we saw quite a lot of we saw a lot of towel love. Yeah, good.
2: Yeah,
6: I, I doesn't carry love a,
5: a towel.
2: towel. Yeah, towel, towels are great. Towels are multi-purpose. You in know, Japan, you there's,
5: there's no like dryer so you yeah, yeah. had to bring a towel with you it, it was
2: hitchhikers Guide, exactly there you go with the hitchhikers guide says always bring your hashtag
5: towel, towel always bring your <laughs> hatsune
2: towel, Miku towel hatsune
5: miku <laughs> bless her <laughs> i've seen
2: maybe like two seconds of a hatsune miku performance i've seen the
5: pop in okay. some of those videos all
2: right so and then the last but not least item is the blind netsuke Capsule figure, which I bought in Japan from one of those cool little gashapon machines. And now, Rachel, it's up to you to stump the listeners we'll in the chat you. room. Okay, oh, I, uh, maybe
3: not. Oh, hang on, okay, <laughs> okay, hang on, guys. Hang on. My wa- my laptop wanted to go to sleep there.
2: Michael okay. Nikolai, I saw Hatsune Miku on David Letterman. That, that is, is weird. the performance that I saw. That's oh, like wow. the the brief performance like that I watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like the gorillas' performance, yeah. or oh, like. Okay. It was Tupac, right? When they did a holographic, yeah, Tupac.
5: exactly, yeah. exactly. Very similar. Hmm. Okay, Rachel.
3: Okay. Uh, so I didn't. I was uh, going to say I didn't write this down, so I'm going to word this terribly. <laughs> but you just have to roll with it because that was just kind of my day to day.
2: If she gives you the answer accidentally first, then you have to come up with a question, right? Like Jeopardy. Yeah. No, no, don't worry about
3: that. No, we're not going to do that. We're not not going to do that. (laughs) Um, Trivia. You don't have to start it with what is. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay, so uh, (laughs) the it's it's the answer is not who is Pigmon. Um, (laughs) There there are two words that make up how the name of Pigmon came about. That's a really great worded question. are you guys familiar with what is it called a portmanteau uh and
2: so the question oh. is what are oh, the two words okay, what are the two words that I'm make up forgive Pigmon? his
3: spelling and th- so he can forgive how we pronounce things. Mike Keller, I believe you are the the winner yep, it's pygmy monster
0: you mean he it's not pygmy
3: monster, <laughs> but you know. If it's you all can good. forgive how we say Biolante. Oh, Word. oh. oh. What? I'll forgive you Sally, <laughs> Mr. Kelly, Mr. Keller.
5: Turnabout is fair play. For
2: sure. Well, Mike Keller, you and I obviously we've had multiple conversations on and offline. Send me your details, your uh, your information, and we'll get prize pack number three sent out to you. Uh, now that of course turns the mic back over to Rachel. What is your top five that you're going to cover for this particular emergency broadcast episode? Oh,
3: snap. Okay, let's see here. Um, open up my piece of paper here to try to make as much noise as possible Drum roll. the mics. <laughs> All right, we already gave away what the top five is going to be. Uh, baby kaiju. Top and, five baby kaiju. Yeah, so... Um, this is actually really hard for me to decide, and I first came up with a list, and I don't know how many you guys can name in the chat room, but I came up with 21 off the top of my head. What? Yeah. <laughs> 21 baby what? kaiju? Yeah. Okay. Not... Okay. I gotta admit, number 21 was not off the top of my head. I came up with 20. <laughs> I came up with 20 off the top of my head. I'm impressed. Yeah. Was, I think... So is this a top 20
2: list or a top five?
3: Um, So I'm going top five, though. Okay. I did not rank the others. The others were just a list of me trying to decide. Okay, let me just first name them because I love them all. Sure, of course you do. Then Uh, narrow it down to five. Okay, let's see. For the
2: Uh, the listeners that don't know Rachel very well, (laughs) which should be none of them, but Rachel (laughs) will give a movie a positive score if it has a baby kaiju in it.
3: It's true very true all right sorry. pigmon
5: times five I saw that she's right biased there.
3: yeah <laughs> i like that yeah <laughs> right if pigmon was a baby i would say pigmon but for the record pigmon's not a baby okay I guess. okay even though he's cute
2: he's like adorable woman, but... but let's move along yeah, okay. and, and talk about your kaiju right.
3: number five i went with baby godzilla from godzilla versus mechagodzilla
2: okay all right yep. uh, so you think he's cute
3: I, I do think he's sort cute. of cute. Like, because he's yeah, more he's realistic, kind of right? He is.
2: Like a baby bird. Yeah.
3: And he's just like, looks like he could be buddies with him. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I really like the way he looks.
2: He definitely is human size, so you could definitely be buddies with him. Yeah.
3: That's <laughs> why I, I think it, it works. Uh, <laughs> number three. F- <laughs> oh,
5: <no. laughs> oh, man.
3: Uh, number four, baby kaiju. Okay. That's his official name from Pacific Rim. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Otachi's baby.
2: Otachi's baby. But yeah. I wish
3: he had a real name. I was kind of disappointed. I was like, surely there's a real name somewhere. I've never known it. But How I'm about like, we'll no, just, it really is baby. Kaiju. From
2: now on, we'll re- uh, we'll call him Otakun.
3: Oh yeah, Otakun. I like it. Okay, oh, no. Otakun.
2: From this day forward,
3: right. That's no bad known So
2: let it be written. Right. <laughs> In the chat room,
3: <laughs> um, the number three has already been mentioned on the show today, <laughs> and K- Gretchen even said she changed her answer if I already had mine on my list because she knew I would have it on the list. <laughs> That's Iris or Iris, Yeah, you. so cute, the so baby version. So cute, the baby version. So great, and I, I mean, I like Iris as an adult, but mm, I don't know. I just baby version so perfect. Um number two, this one's great and it gets me excited every time I see the movie. Okay. <laughs> Pulgasari. Oh
6: yeah. Yes. Little guy,
3: she forms you know, it's formed out a little rice thing, you know? It was like oh so great. Yeah. I love that. And it's just oh and it looks so adorable and I need like it looks like a little toy sitting there.
2: <laughs> Rachel, yeah, I might be about to blow your mind. They mm-hmm. do make a little baby pulgasari figure.
3: Whoa. But who makes it?
2: I think it's marmot. It really? might have been marmot, oh, but I'm man. not one hundred percent positive.
3: I've about seen that. the full Pulgasari, like I've seen the adult because you have Yeah, I one. have yeah. I have
2: a big adult marmot pulgasari, but there is a baby one as well.
3: Oh man. So um lots of lots of love for already i can see on what's gonna be my number one okay the dorats yeah oh yeah, Heck yeah. Oh, they're so great I they're so great dorats. so wonderful. i'm glad
2: that you love the dorats that's yeah. my next tattoo dude <laughs> yes. i'm glad that somebody yes, loves Michael. the dorats
3: Man, <laughs> Michael Brad. We we do. I I don't think so. there's somebody that doesn't like the Dorats.
2: Yes, people people like the Dorats. Some people do. Michael people likes do. it, obviously. D O
3: R A. Right. Yes.
2: <laughs> Go
3: Dorats. <door> yes. <laughs> I was a cheerleader for a year. I could do it. <laughs> I'm and trying then to imagine. You, you
2: realize the soul swallowing yeah. problems between. I was the
3: weird punk rocker on the cheerleading yeah. squad. <laughs> like <laughs>
5: combat boots to gym. Yeah, yeah. I
3: actually wore combat boots right before changing into my cheerleader outfit because I was on the color guard as oh. well. so I had to change out of like military gear into cheerleading gear and put on like sparkly makeup and stuff because you couldn't wear the sparkly makeup in the color guard. Whoa! Well, yeah. hoorah! Little history there. Yeah.
1: So you were very active in
3: your. I was. School years. Yeah, <laughs> that was that lasted a year, and then I quit everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just long enough to put it on your resume. <laughs>
3: yeah. Bye, Mike. <laughs>
2: Right on. Well, uh, Rachel, thank you so much for producing a top five baby kaiju list. Can I just ask, were there any runners (laughs) up that did not make it to the list that you're like disappointed that you didn't get to talk about?
3: Gosh, um, (laughs) it's. It's tough to say. Son of Kong, just because I'm a huge fan of King Kong and apes in general. I so think that's... the
2: the real question I have is where is Mina on this list?
3: Mena, yeah, <laughs> Mena's not cute. putting Mena, I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and. And Minia I came in at about, number
1: twenty-two, right?
3: <laughs> the baby Sandas is pretty great. And oh, For more of the true. gargantulas, that's pretty awesome. So, yeah, I, there was there was a bunch, and the Rodan baby too. It's pretty. Oh, awesome. Oh yeah.
2: Uh, I love yeah. how terrifying those Rodan babies are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, we're we've exhausted our guests, so it's probably time to move on to another prize pack. I think we can probably do that. Just move right along from box number three to prize pack number four, which will be. Mr. Jeff Dean's question. Yes. You have this at the ready. Are our, our
1: listeners ready. in the chat room at the ready? Do you want to <laughs> inform our listeners what is in prize pack number
5: I four? I certainly They're do. They're all like Jaws, Mothra.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> prize pack number four includes the handbook for surviving a giant monster attack by Jodhra. Anthony Wendell. <laughs> Gotoichi Kaiju. Oh, this is... Cr- this is uh, – you guys remember I talked about Gotuichi Kaiju, the people who are here for the Japan chat. Uh, I hung out with my friend uh, Soji, Sojiro Uchino from Gotuichi Kaiju. That's the hometown Kaiju group. They come up with different prefectures. They go to different prefectures and create a Kaiju for that prefecture based off so of cute. what that that prefecture has. Anyway, so he provided a couple of little uh, little – they're very tiny pillows. They're actually supposed to be, according to him, for underneath your wrist, if, like as a mouse uh, wrist oh, rest, weird. you know, if you're using a mouse. They, you can use them for anything that you, if you have a very tiny head, you could sleep on it. <laughs> anyway.
5: Very tiny.
2: Very tiny. Anyway, so, uh, yes, box number four has a Gotuichi Kaiju mini pillow. It has a Godzilla store clear file, which is that same cool artwork from the, uh, from the postcards it also has a mecha Godzilla sticker a b-side label sticker a lucky goji keychain these are actually super cute they're like the lucky cat from Japan but it's a Godzilla
6: oh cute
2: uh let's see we also have a Godzilla versus Mothra magnet a Komata-kun magnet that is actually the head of Komata-kun, of Komata-kun sculpted by Yuji Sakai I think mm. that was one of those lottery items and, uh, oh, the Electrogore plush. That's right, this is the Kaiju Max prize pack. All right, so it comes with the plush Electrogore. It comes with a full run of Kaiju Max up until this point, which is season one and it's a trade paperback, season two is a trade paperback, and the individual floppy issues of season three. So that is really quite awesome, in my opinion. Uh, four Kaiju sketches from Kaiju Sketches. A Hatsune Miku water bottle, and one blind Gashapon capsule toy of Anetsky. Now, Jeff Dean, you have the trivia question, and I'm guessing everybody is ready and just amped. Chomping <laughs> no at, at the
1: bit as it was. No towels in this one. Sorry, guys. No towels. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Who is the first monster that Godzilla battles in? godzilla final wars Ooh, that
2: is Ooh, actually a, a good, good question.
1: question so
2: uh who is i'm the- not going to oh, try to Michael try deke. To
3: michael deke got it it's Geigen.
2: nice good Nicely job michael good job so uh michael deke wins prize pack number four congratulations dude that was cool and hey good job on that question that's actually I, at first i was like what is this this is like uh amateur hour question but then you said final wars and all of a sudden the things
1: people started to sweat
2: yes i started (laughs) to sweat for them too
1: what's your top five i gotta ask all right my top five is of course you know i know everybody thought i was gonna do what are the top five mothra films (laughs) what are my top five but i'm like no there's not a lot to choose from and I don't want to get too cliched, right there. Sure, yeah. I mean, you got to mix it up for the listeners. That's right. So I'm just kind of going a little bit basic here. I'm going top five Japanese kaiju films not featuring Godzilla.
2: Okay, interesting. Nice. All right, number
1: five: War of the Gargantuas. Yes. yes. Okay. Sixty-six. Two Very brothers, cool. one green, one brown, doing battle with each other.
2: Hey, have you seen the uh, Criterion? Uh, the Filmstruck version that they have on Filmstruck from the Criterion Turn stuff.
1: Collection? I have not seen that
2: yet. Yeah, they've got War of the Gargantuas on there in addition to some of the other titles that they have.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping eventually they'll put those on
2: disc. I think that might be the plan, but yeah. it's not anytime super soon. Yeah, that's what I, I think had read. But. Let's all hope <laughs> that what they do is they reach out to the Kaiju community and they ask cool people who are involved in the Kaiju community to help create I. Uh, cool stuff for their discs because yeah. I would love to be a part of that.
1: Yep. Um, and, you know, War of the Gargantuas also has one of the best, you know, songs featured in a movie of all time, right?
6: Yeah. The oh my gosh.
5: My... The yeah. words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> well, it's like... I'm, I'm just... That it's hurts. Like, it's one of
1: those songs that, you know, it kind of just implants itself in your brain. So once you hear it, you're kind of humming it for the next two or three weeks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets yes. stuck in your brain. It yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Number four, Rodan. Uh, yep. from 1956 fantastic film um mm-hmm. i love kind of like what clancy had brought up before um you know there's some horror elements in the movie and it's also a lot like the original godzilla that it's a very serious film and uh mm-hmm. you know kind of dark and uh you know for adults as as well as kids which i think is great um, <laughs> number three is gamma three fantastic choice that's the third time
5: Mm-hmm. it's one uh,
1: on of our list. lists. it has been on well, bang, the list out of the four of us so that's hmm. kismet because right it's though. awesome so something like that number two Mothra from
6: 1961
1: big surprise I, Ma- I know probably most people thought that would be my number one but the number one, <laughs> one film and I've championed this film many times over the years on mm-hmm. Cast and the various panels we've done and that's Daimajin Yes, I'm with you. Oh, yeah. Highly yeah. recommended.
3: I was just about to say Jaws doesn't count. Oh, it counts. I was going to say Jaws, Jaws doesn't, doesn't count. count yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: no, you Jones. cannot, dis- You it cannot really. argue that Jaws <laughs> is a strange beast.
5: <laughs> I was thinking you were going to say Death Kappa just to mess with people. <laughs> I,
2: I wouldn't. You that. wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that to everybody around here. Uh, well, dude, that's awesome. That's a good list, too. I when you said Rodan and you and Clancy, you too like both of those. I you know I love 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 Rodan. Rodan is uh, was my first kaiju film, which I'm sure the listeners are probably sick of hearing me say. So anytime Rodan is on a list, I'm happy about it. Uh, so let's see what what else is on our list of things to do here for this particular emergency broadcast. You know, uh, as we mentioned earlier in the show, Jeff and Clancy have been hosting a trivia night, we basically have one more prize pack drawing and one, maybe two drawings, big drawings. So I think this would probably be the best time for us to do your trivia
1: stuff. So this is just for, um, I guess, just for you guys.
2: Yeah, just for Rachel and Gretchen and me. And of course, the listeners. And the room. listeners, too. Yeah, they'll, you guys they'll be in the able room. to, like, shout. And I, I'm actually going to sort of – I'm not going to close my laptop, but I'm going to get it out of yeah. my view.
5: Right. Because yeah. I don't
2: want to look at –
1: Gretchen's just going to stare at it and hope someone
5: – Somebody say something.
1: So,
2: how do you Oh, go- yeah. You should have, like, a ghost player for you in the chat room. Hey,
5: Yeah. yeah. Who wants to be my ghost player? Did Mike Keller leave? Because mm-hmm. uh, – oh, well. Mike Keller's still there.
4: <laughs> oh, he is? Okay. So, do you guys want to just shout out the answers, or raise your hand? How do you want to do this?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. What do you, well as the uh, as the host? What's your preferred method? Hand
4: raise? I think a hand raise works better just because okay. it's not going to sound all that entertaining to hear three people shouting the answer. At okay,
2: once. I'm super yeah. I'm super psyched for this because I I feel like I haven't been able to do trivia in so long. Man, Kyle's
5: gonna win. I <laughs> like how you well, called me well. Man Kyle on the oh, podcast. Yeah, that's,
2: that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't deny being called Man oh. Kyle and, and Lady Kyle's in my relationship, but it, it's just funny.
5: Oh, I keep forgetting.
2: <laughs> Anybody's going to be like, who's this Man Kyle?
5: <laughs> I'm sure. It's
2: super confusing.
5: All right. All
2: right.
4: All right. So I'm going to start off with one that I actually just thought of because uh, I kind of want people to check this out. So Jeff had mentioned War of the Gar- Gargantuas and words get stuck in my throat. This long-running cartoon series did a parody that had a lot of elements from War of the Gargantuas, including a straight-up performance of the song. What is that series?
3: Was, it the, was it the Simpsons?
4: No. Kyle. Scooby-Doo Mysteries. Correct.
3: Oh. Yeah. Boom. Nice.
2: <laughs> and yeah, if good you job. have
6: not seen that
4: Google <laughs> Scooby-Doo uh, Gargantua's words, whatever you need to, whatever yeah. you need it's to do to make that, st- it's happen it's almost kids.
2: like a they just recreated it. It's pretty rad. Yeah, yeah it's pretty
3: good. That does sound awesome. Okay, let's hear. We had some other guesses: South Park and Teen Titans. So those those, those, are, those good are good cartoons guess, that yeah. have had yeah. Kaiju elements in them for sure. Yeah, totally. All
2: right, what's the next question? All right, question, I'm all chomp- question
1: number two: Godzilla raids again was released in the U.S. under what title? That was Kyle
2: first. Gigantus the Fire Monster. Wrong. Just kidding.
3: <laughs> 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 you son of a bitch! Oh, yeah. that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> you,
2: you
4: wanted to say wrong?
3: <laughs> Banana oil.
4: Banana oil. <laughs>
3: that's from, uh, yeah. All
4: right. If Jeff could watch for hands raised, I'm going to ask this one, which is in typical fashion for my questions kind of long. This <laughs> Ultraman Kaiju might be Pro wrestler Ric Flair's favorite kaiju. It is covered in long white hair and was first seen in the episode thirty, "Phantom of the Snow Mountains."
1: Rachel,
3: who is Wu? Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Woo.
4: Woo done. Woo done.
3: Yeah. And uh, do I get extra points for answering it Jeopardy style?
2: Actually, Are we actually counting w- I've points? I've, <laughs> been I've been watching been
3: Game yeah. Show Network like crazy lately. <laughs> so I have all these weird ways I'm going to answer it. Do they have things, match game like. on there? So, yes, <laughs> actually. To, we don't want to go down that road again. No.
1: <laughs> Not again.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: All right. What year was Dark Horse Comics' first Godzilla comic released? Ooh. Oh,
2: Nineteen
3: ninety four. No. I'm gonna guess.
2: Oh, I didn't raise my hand, sorry.
1: (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Rachel? Um ninety-nine. No. Two
3: thousand four. No. No.
1: Not even close. I
2: think farther back. Nineteen
3: eighty five. Close. Okay, let's go let's see what the listeners are saying. Somebody said (laughs) eighty six. Seventy six no 93 1980 man what is it that's a good question I did not know 1812 good one I, I, <laughs>
2: I'm pretty sure you've stumped the panel jack. it is
3: 1987. oh
2: because oh. no. oh. <coughs> that would have been think, their manga re-release I, I think bet. Larry
3: Latham answered it right when you said it so I think he probably beat you like since there's a little he bit of me. slowness yeah he beat I the answer, <laughs> yeah. <me. laughs>
2: he beat everybody. <laughs> Way to go, man. <laughs> is that the last question? I can't
4: remember how many of you guys have I've a, a couple. I've got a couple
2: I
5: between five and eight. Bring them <laughs>
4: on. <laughs> All right. So, everybody ready? You watching, Jeff? What is the full title of the NES 1989 Godzilla video game? Rachel, got it. go for it.
3: Is it Godzilla King of the Monsters? No. 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 I'm... Godzilla, no
2: Monster of Monsters? That would be correct. Boom! No, with an exclamation man. point.
3: Nice. Man, I was close. That you were close. Yeah. You were
4: totally close. And I know Rachel and Brian are avid video game collectors, so I was hoping. I'm not I saying know. knocking you for not getting it. But I that was definitely you were in the mind label when I re- re- like. read It looks like If
6: Brian
2: <laughs> is listening to this at home right now.
6: <laughs> <laughs> he's going <laughs> to be sense. livid when yes. you <laughs> scream, screaming he's at gonna the speakers. Like
1: it don't bother coming home tonight.
6: <laughs>
2: okay. Do we want to do another one or are we all good?
4: Uh, I'll toss one more out there. All right. So, because again, listeners might want to check this out. Um, this kaiju film was featured in season three of the show Elvira's Movie Macabre. Kyle. Kyle.
2: Gamera Super Monster? That is correct.
3: Oh. Nice.
2: I actually own that DVD, actually, because uh, <laughs> not enough people. I, I'm guessing Elvira would say. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, was funny because when we did our Super Monster, uh, re- you know, Daikaiju discussion, I bought that specifically because I was like, I hope there's good stuff to grab off of the disc because, yeah. you know, Elvira's funny. Yeah, funny amongst other things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yes, that was awesome. Thank you guys.
3: What do you guys um, think of the DVD? You oh, know, the DVD of Elvira, yeah.
2: Um, there's not too much. I mean, it's basically just like the what they would have broadcast on TV. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if those were actually broadcast on TV, but you know, it's got her intro and interstitial bits. I think it's not. It's good. See, it's fun. Totally <laughs> worth picking Elvira, up. You know? and it's pretty
1: <laughs> cheap. I think you can get it for like probably under six or seven.
2: Yeah, or yeah. And actually, I know it's it's uh, it used to be streaming
4: through Amazon. I think.
2: Oh, I just have to serious? say that
4: someone actually, and I'm not, everybody discovers things at different times. Someone yeah. said, who is Elvira? No. You are about to. No.
2: Kaiju Grind? Just Look Google it up. right now, man. Wait, 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 wait. Kaiju Grind said that? Yeah. That's Earn. He knows who Elvira he says, is. He that serious. You don't know who Elvira is, Earn? I find that hard to believe. <laughs> She's, uh. Well, oh, if I would have said has, Cassandra oh, Peterson, okay. maybe
4: you would know who he's talking
2: sure. about. Sure. <laughs> She's the hostess with the mostest. He's laughing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I figured he knew. I figured he knew. Uh, All right. So what's left in this program? We have my trivia question, my top five. We have a drawing. And you know what? We're going to do a second drawing just because I'm feeling somewhat crazy generous. So uh, how about this? How about we do? um, We'll do the trivia question for me next so for prize pack number five right Mm -hmm. yeah okay so let's go ahead and just say first
3: give me the answer
2: oh no i I can look at i can oh
3: you can watch oh yeah you're on the chat room too okay oh yeah i forget that you have it in front of you as well (laughs) very good
2: i'm good i'm good okay okay so uh prize pack number five includes A Mizuho Yoshida autograph, which has been provided by Flossies, Gifts, and Kaiju Addicts. Shout out to John Stanowski if he is still in the chat room. It includes the Handbook for Surviving a Giant Monster Attack by Anthony Wendell. A Toichi Kaiju slash Hometown Kaiju mini pillow. A Megalon, Godzilla vs. Megalon clear file. This was one of the lottery prizes. A Chibi Godzilla car sticker, which, Rachel, you would love. It says... Godzilla in car, and it's like super adorable with like a little flame coming out of his mouth. Ha. I'm sure Lady Kyle will show it to you in just a second. Yeah. Uh, there is a Shay Godzilla Shay dance Godzilla sticker from the Godzilla store. A B side label Godzilla sticker, uh, a Lucky Goji keychain, a Shin Godzilla magnet. This is the Shin Godzilla fourth form where he's opening his mouth to spit out the flames, to spit out the nuclear breath. Uh, it's a magnet head sculpted by Sakai. That is another one of those lottery items. Um, let's see. We also have four kaiju sketches by Kaiju Sketches, a Hatsune Miku USB drive, and a Blind Katsul netsuke. So, uh, from all of that, you guys are probably wondering, what is my question for you? <clears throat> While it took many people to control the Legion suit in 1996, Gamma Two, 1996's Gamera Two, there were two suit actors inside of the costume. One of whom was the GMK actor, Mizuhu Yoshida. Was Mizuhu Yoshida in the front or the back of the Legion costume? Now it's time for me to look. Ooh, man. Why are all these people... Okay, John Logan got it first. Front. Yoshida was in the front of the costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. So. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> do you guys talk?
3: Uh, John Logan. Well, a lot of people said back first. Everybody thought it was the back.
2: No, it was definitely yeah, the front.
3: but apparently the front. All right. If you guys could see this car sticker of Godzilla in the car. Oh, my gosh. It is so cute. I think I think Lady Cat was gonna post a picture of it, which will be great. Um but uh but yeah, so so Clancy, let's do this. Top five baby kaiju. No, <laughs> you
5: don't really- <laughs> uh, people are like, why didn't you yeah. have Daigoro in the top five for baby kaiju?
3: Because yeah. Daigoro's not technically a baby, he right? Kind of he's I a he's derpy. I didn't have him on my list. Um but uh but I I did have I would say, I, I had Godzuki, which I was kind of like, oh, yeah, no. you know, I, yeah, he definitely was like a, an easy ruling out somebody and like crossing him. He's not in my top five for sure. Yeah, um, Godzuki. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think
2: that might be the first time that that's ever happened before. People singing yeah. the Godzuki theme so. song. Oh the yeah,
3: yeah. No
5: guide no, di, no. What? Goro? No, Gorgo? Gorgo?
2: Baby Gorgo? Gorgo. Oh, Baby
3: yeah.
4: Gorgo is kind of cool. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. I I actually did. I forgot to put him on <laughs> my list. No, that was me. Just yeah. That was that's a good one.
4: You know, I I honestly don't know how I felt about Godzuki when I was a kid, but that show was my introduction to Godzilla. Yeah. So I don't. I've tried to watch the show, and it, it doesn't really hold up for me, but. I'm glad that it existed because of sure, yeah, getting yeah. me into the genre and franchise.
5: But yeah. I, got, I always have trouble. me too. Sorry, sorry. Um no, no. I always had trouble with the perspective on Godzilla in that cartoon, because like he would be really big and then he'd be in the water next to them, next to the boat. His head would <laughs> I was just like I, it was so messed up.
2: Gretchen's and then like, Godzuki's my suspension like of disbelief. I know is not I was like, I do not show. believe
5: this as a child. <laughs> Godzuki, yeah. bless him. He's derpy.
2: I don't know. Godzuki is like the scrappy do of. I of
5: mean, but is he Godzilla? like? Yeah. Is he supposed to be Godzilla's child or no,
2: like nephew?
5: Oh, he's yeah. like the special nephew. Like, no, <laughs> they don't hang out with.
2: <laughs> I don't, yeah, he's
5: the nerdy yeah. nephew.
2: He's the one that annoys people. Well, actually, apparently on the show he doesn't annoy anybody. Everybody loves. No, they him
5: say, on that show. "Oh, Godzuki." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mike oh. Keller does have a good question. Why does he have wings?
5: Right. Because yeah. oh,
2: maybe I guess because if he didn't have wings. He would never be able to catch up with his uncle
5: <laughs> he would get killed that's, <laughs> that's his it. only like defense mechanism <laughs> uh,
2: i think uh ted cassidy voiced uh mr yellow was asking who did godzilla's roar and i think it was ted cassidy anyway uh, oh
3: in the show yeah in the that, show oh, rap yeah he yeah, equals Jar, Jar Banks. that's true yeah. there you go
2: a yeah. little bit yeah 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 all right, so uh, is anybody interested in hearing my top five?
5: Yeah. Okay. Yes.
2: So my top five is, uh, th- and again, thanks to Joey for asking us to do a top five thing, and I'm glad we got to sort of evolve it into what it is. Basically, I went with the easiest one because it allowed me to look around my room and <laughs> sort of like evaluate different monsters. But I went with the top five non-Godzilla monsters kaiju designs
6: oh Mm -hmm. so feel free
2: to uh rebut or discuss as we talk about them uh number five a movie a monster from a movie that has come up several times in this discussion and some of the trivia questions that would be gamera from 1999 the evolution of that monster went from eh to awesome like i love the 96 camera just as like the next step from the 95 Mm camera but when he showed up in 99 and like if anybody wants to look he's the big giant gamma right there next to the window he's got like super crazy spikes his his uh shell looks like sharp he's got uh that angry crazy and he you know gets his hand blown off by iris and then creates his fire hand there's Really mm-hmm. not much that I don't love about the nineteen ninety-nine Gamera. Such a crazy cool design. Uh, that that makes sense, but in a in a crazy evolution way. Like Gamera went from step one to step two to Whoa, step three, you know. That's what but I then, love about that.
3: But then what do you think of Gamera the Brave?
2: Gamera the Brave. Very sweet okay, so thing. I the movie itself I really like and it's really yeah. sweet and it's got the sort of like kid thing going on again yeah. in it. But and I like that. And I think Gamera, Gamera the Brave is a, actually a really good movie, but mm. Zetus takes the cake for better kaiju design in that yeah. movie. Zetus yeah. is way better than Gamera looks in that, in that film. And I don't dislike the way Toto or even the grown Gamera look in that film, but just not as not nearly as cool as the 99 version, in my opinion. And I, I'm definitely going with the versions that we see in specific movies for this. Uh, Moving along to number four, and I think this is because of the accessorizing, uh, Gomez. (laughs) Gomez from (laughs) Ultra Q. Episode one of Ultra Q, Defeat Gomez, showed us that the 1964 Godzilla mixed with the 1965 Godzilla and then given furry bits, extra scales, some additional horns and tusks really creates a cool-looking monster. So, Gomez, man. I love Gomez. <laughs> Actually, I'm su- kind of surprised he didn't show up higher on the list. Uh, number five... No, sorry, I already said number five. What is wrong with me? Number three, Destroya Yes. Because look at that guy. I mean, he's up there on that shelf back there. Destroya is, like, honestly, in the Heisei series... Destroya was like this perfect end cap to the movie. Like mm-hmm. the the creature design is, I'd say, better than anything else in the Heisei era. And I really like Violante's design, yeah. you know, and I really, really love Bachelor Larva's design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's something imposing and super powerful about Destroya. Destroya is very metal. Yes. Yeah. Right. For, sure, for well, sure. I
1: love his even like, you know, the first stage when I mean, he's very crab, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. stations is very, very cool,
2: man. It took me forever to get my very first destroy a crab figure, like because Bandai was the only producer at that time. And when I was buying, Oh, you guys, when I was buying my first run of Bandai figures, it was, you know, after they stopped producing stuff and they hadn't started things up again with the Godzilla Island, the six inch scale. So I was paying premium prices on eBay <laughs> And yeah, it took me a long time. I kept getting outbid on my my precious, precious Destroya crab figure.
3: Everyone wants to know what form is your favorite.
2: You know, my favorite form is the final form. However, every single form is incredible in its own right. And Mm -hmm. there, there are things I don't like about Destroya. Like, you know, the the crab that has the like xenomorph style inner jaw that comes out. You know, that's silly in my opinion. It's clearly a ripoff from. aliens (laughs) so uh but the flying form you know for a long time i never had a flying form figure and so that was really something that i was on board with trying to get and finally i i did pick one up but yeah the final final fourth fourth form i don't know what it is the final form of destroyer is definitely my favorite
4: well and real quick just talking about that that is another reason to me why that's such a cool monster and when you mentioned violante earlier the multiple forms yes it's just like Getting multiple kaiju in one film, it's so awesome.
2: It's not something that we really had in the show era movies. It's something that really came to be in those Heisei movies.
1: Yeah, and it just gives you that many more different toys you can buy.
2: Yes. <laughs> hey, what a perfect segue for number two on my list, Gigan. <laughs> and now specifically the 1972 Geigen, But, you know, I got to say, I kind of like the Final Wars Gigan design. It's a little weird. A little uh, goofy, a little fetishy, but I like it a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think, I think it's pretty cool looking.
2: But the original classic Gigan, I'm sure that when I started watching these kaiju movies, I was a little more like,
1: eh,
2: Gigan's weird looking. But after watching them for so many times, you know, for so long, I really started to appreciate the small intricacies of the Geigen costume. And now, my gosh, Banana Hands is like my favorite. <laughs>
1: And and you know Or
2: not my not my favorite, but my next favorite, I should say.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, like, and who doesn't love, you know, a, a chest with a, a saw in it? Yeah. I mean,
2: really. Well w- dude, seriously, when I saw the, the Buzzsaw Belly mm-hmm. blade in Japan at the um, the Big Godzilla special effects exhibition, I was blown away. I was just like, oh that would be the perfect prop to just be able to grab and take home and and display <laughs> hanging from my ceiling.
4: Well, it's that perfect evolution when you're talking about like building a suit Mm. and a monster. You have your suits and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, we've done what we can. How about we like put a saw on its belly? (laughs) That's crazy. And we're doing it (laughs) anyway.
2: I'm sure it's no surprise to the listeners out there that I love. God, I love Geigen so much. Uh, It's in the movie. And the number one non Godzilla Kaiju design is Daikaiju Baran. Varan, Baron, whatever you want to call that guy from 1958, also celebrating its 60th anniversary to make a call back to the original uh, talking from the beginning of the show. There is something so cool about that kaiju design. The way... Okay, so... The first decade of kaiju movies, a bunch of people have heard me talk about this a lot of times, but the first decade of, of Toho's kaiju films, they were really trying, in my opinion, to find their foothold to get what it means to make a monster movie like down on paper. And uh, so the ones that were released in that first decade, you know, we have Godzilla, we have Angulus, we have Rodan, we have Veran. We have uh, even the Mysterians, Mogura, you know, all of these things are sort of based off of real life things, real life creatures, even if they're dinosaurs. And so Varan is one of those things where he looks kind of like an iguana, but kind of not. And he has this just such a unique look to him. I really, man, wouldn't it be cool if Toho decided to start doing more kaiju films that weren't just Godzilla movies. Like if they just were like, Hey, you know what? Let's do a new Varan movie. Cause yeah. that's what I want. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I want. Anyway. So that's my top five. Uh, I, and we've done my trivia question. So that really only leaves the drawings left over.
6: Yes. Oh yeah. All
2: right. Oh, so yeah. big, uh, big thanks to Rachel for, for putting this all together. She's my, um, mm-hmm. she's my email drawing wrangler. And, yes. uh, in addition to, Getting all the names and printing out them, we have of course mentioned the Pigmon box that the names will be drawn from. Mm-hmm.
6: Uh,
2: so <clears throat> as I mentioned a couple times during this show, this drawing is for the X plus 1992 Yuji Sakai figure. If you're not familiar with these figures, they're about a foot tall, and the um, this one was uh, not all of X plus's figures are sculpted by master sculptor Yuji Sakai, but this one is. And it's really awesome. And thank you very much to John Stanowski from Flossie's Gifts and Kaiju Addicts for providing this. I'm super excited uh, to see who the winner is. Rachel's going to reach into that pigmon mouth.
3: Oh, man. I feel (laughs) lots of awesome names in here. Okay, let's see. Make sure I've only grabbed one little slip here. And... The winner is of the X plus figure, Nick Pino or Pino. Sorry if I no said way. it wrong. No way! Sweet from Fairfield, California.
2: Yes, Woo-hoo. that is awesome. Woo-hoo. I don't know if Nick is in the yeah, chat Nick, room are right you now. Nick in the chat room? Um, if he is not, I do know who Nick is. Uh, I follow him on Instagram. He's a great artist as Sweet. well. So f- congratulations, congratulations, Nick!
3: Congratulations, Nick! That's that awesome. is super awesome. Yeah. Woohoo.
2: Okay, so uh, let's see. Let me have that, and I'll write. Are you going to write Godzilla on there?
3: I was writing X plus. Oh,
2: that's that's even better because uh, <laughs> the, the second, next prize is not an X The plus. next the next price <laughs> is definitely not an X plus. So uh, you know, this year 2018, we are at the 20th anniversary of the 1998 Godzilla movie, which, <laughs> as fortunate. we all know, it's not the best. It's not the best movie, and we've shed a lot of shade on that movie throughout the years. And I think this year I am finally going to stop the unabashed hate for that film. And I'm going to try and find some good stuff because we are eventually going to cover that (laughs) in the Daikaiju discussions. And I want to be able to at least say something positive about it, you know? So, uh, so I think what we're going to do for the second drawing is a little bit of a consolation prize. So baby, can you hand me that? Thank you, Barry. Now, listeners out there, take take a gander, take an audio gander at this. And (laughs) I'm just wondering if anybody in the chat room is going to be able to get what it is. OK, so uh, this is what we're going to be giving away. I'm going to clean it up a little bit because uh, <laughs> this is actually this has been uh, in my collection John Logan
5: called it. Yeah,
2: did he? Yeah. Good job, John. Yes, this is uh, the Godzilla 1998 bank that came out. And I did buy this when it was released. Uh, I can't remember if I bought it before or after the movie came out. But basically, I said to myself, you know, this is the only toy I've ever seen that just produces terror. And you hear all those people screaming for their lives. It's there's something magical about it. But it's a bank. Yeah. Jeff was asking earlier where you put the money, and I got no idea. I've <laughs> had it for 20 years. Oh, weird. No clue. I'm sure it's there's here the, somewhere.
5: Like maybe his mouth or something? No. No,
2: but random. Irregardless. <laughs> oh. oh wow That got that good Good reaction <laughs> Mental note <laughs> anyway, oh. So regardless It's a It's cool It's a cool piece of, of Godzilla memorabilia In my opinion To have And so What we're gonna do Is we're gonna pull a name Out of the box For a second prize Which is this Godzilla bank So Who do we have That right. I'm Godzilla bank subjecting... also looks like
3: The cartoon Do you remember that Like yeah, brief yeah, yeah. little yeah.
2: When he's crawling around the Empire State yeah, Building, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. Think of it as a nod.
3: There you go. I've got a name in my hand.
2: Almost as good as an X plus Patrick.
3: Oh man, <laughs> this guy is going to be very excited. Okay, I got to wait for that to end. It's to say the super name. loud. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Mike Keller, you so deserve this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wait a second wait 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 did mike keller already win in this not
3: today not
2: today okay i thought he won one of the prize packs. i thought he won one of the prize oh he did oh mike,
3: did. No, mike you can't Canceled. win twice
2: well I'm sorry he, mike. i mean,
3: you don't you already did yeah yes he okay. already won okay you know what mike, give,
2: mike can mike can take a pass on that that's mike
3: cool. you're gonna pass on you you don't get the godzilla bank i'm sorry i know you're probably very disappointed I'm going to... Womp, 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 womp,
5: womp, womp, All right, build it back up, you guys. Build it back up. up. Somebody else next.
3: Oh, yeah, it's the Godzilla bank. Godzilla bank. Bank. You you know you want it. Everybody (laughs) wants the Godzilla bank. Okay, we've got Diego de Bonis. Nice, very cool. uh, From Columbus, Ohio.
2: Awesome. Well, congratulations, Diego. And uh, I will be in touch about getting those two things off to you, uh, you guys, the X Plus... 92 figure, and to Diego, the Godzilla bank.
1: In Diego, you can use that bank to put money in to save up for (laughs) G-Fest. That's true. Is Diego in the chat? I gotta ask.
3: Is Diego Um, in there? I haven't seen him. I don't see him, Diego. Diego.
2: That's okay. That is no problem. That's why we do this. Bueller. Because you don't have to be in the chat to win. Which, uh, you know, I think we should do this every year. We should come up with a cool drawing, at least one cool drawing prize for every remaining emergency broadcast. I don't know why I said remaining. Oh, there's
3: Diego. There's Diego. Oh, there he is. Hey! He wants to trade Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Diego.
2: You guys have to do that outside of the broadcast. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so hey, there we have it. That is our seventh annual emergency broadcast and we have been recording for about three hours. This has been fun guys thanks for joining It's fun people in the chat room thank you so much for coming in and uh and being here with us i hope you also enjoyed the episode uh let's see are there any housekeeping announcements to talk about the oh the kaiju fan kaiju cast fanvasion we have reached our uh waiting list if you're still interested we only have a couple people on the waiting list so uh i am still technically accepting people for that waiting list if you want to be part of the KaijuCast fanvasion. And if not, hey, whatever, man. Uh, anyway, so uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. We are going to play one final song from this. This is actually something I found on YouTube. I kind of love it. So hopefully you will enjoy it as well. Uh, Jeff Dean, Clancy Peterson, Rachel Cook, Gretchen Brooks, Xander Cannon, Stan Hyde, rich conroy patrick rooney thank you guys all for being a part of this and of course thanks to the listeners for being there as well
1: absolutely
5: thanks yeah, you guys, you guys awesome. i was like wait what are you everybody's gonna like gonna reading chat the chat room we're, right now. yeah it's, it's all like everybody's thank giving you. the love all right Cheers well
2: everyone. uh the unfortunately i don't really i don't really remember where i got this from it is from a youtube video it's so sometimes people like plug in their guitars and they'll They'll actually do like four-track stuff where they make their own music or they play along with Godzilla music. This guy took it one step <laughs> beyond, so I hopefully we'll have a link in the show notes where you can watch the video as well. But uh, I think it's time for us to say goodbye and for me to play this song, Jamata.